All right. So, yeah, for the fourth time now, you're going to tell me what is going on with Adam Levine so I understand all these memes. Okay. So, the other day, I think it was like four days ago. I, I don't know. It was recent. I opened up TikTok. And I opened up my For You page. And it was one of the first videos I saw. Like, it's early. And this girl is on there. And she's like, I'm just going to rip off the Band-Aid. Um, and she said something about she attempted recording it like 10 times or something like that. And she was like, I had an affair with a man who is married to a Victoria's Secret model. Or who is married. Whatever. So okay. I'm like, I don't know who it is. And I thought... I don't know why I thought she was going to be subtle about it and not give his name. Because why wouldn't you just say, I had an affair with Adam Levine? Yeah, especially, like, he's a superstar. So, like, saying, like, yeah, this guy's married to a Victoria's Secret model. It's like you're downgrading him. Like, like, right, like I didn't know. Most famous singers on the planet. <laughs> right. I was like, maybe a Victoria's Secret model is married to some, like, random, like, you know, non-famous person you know and he right. she found out you know what i mean like i didn't know so i was just like what but then she like posts screenshots and the screenshots are of instagram messages between her and adam levine oh my god and basically it was literally just him saying like how hot she is or whatever um and oh, that explains some of the memes i've seen like i've seen memes where people post in like uh um Instead of a, a picture of, like, a girl, it would be a picture of, like, Spongebob. And he's like, holy fuck. Holy yes. fucking fuck. You, you have an incredible body or something like that. It just makes way more sense now. I was like, where is this exactly. coming from? I don't understand why we're just ripping on Adam Levine now for no reason. <laughs> exactly. But, so at first, everyone's hearing this, right? And, like, the initial reaction is, you know, to hate on Adam Levine. But, so she posted this one screenshot. And this is what the one that a lot of people are really going after. Um, she literally in the screenshot, he said, I'm having another baby. And if it's a boy, I want to name it Sumner. And her name is Sumner. Oh my which, God. First of all, can we talk about that name for a second? Yeah. That's a weird name to begin with. Sumner. No something disrespect tells me... to this girl, but. No. Some her parents disrespect. didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know her. An affair so, with someone, I mean, I guess so... she did have an affair with a married man. So I guess you got That's enough. To take a few licks about your name. That's probably like the least of your worries <laughs> right now. But my theory about her name. Okay. Cause it doesn't roll off the tongue. It takes so much more effort. No, it doesn't. It kind of sounds like, it sounds like you're saying it wrong when you put, put the N in there in the Sumner. It sounds like you don't know how to say the word summer. Exactly. So like, imagine her parents are in the hospital. They just gave birth to this baby and they're like, we're going to name her Summer. It's a beautiful name. And as they're filling out the birth certificate, they're so exhausted from hours of labor. Yeah. Like the mom just they had just like, forgot. A, like a 22 hour delivery and the doctor's like, what do you want to name it? And she's like passing out. And he's like, yes. right. And like, she just like, like just didn't have the enough energy to like do that second, like bump on the end, you know, right. <laughs> like she's a mistake left and right. Like, you know, broken condom, fucked up Damn. name, the works, you know, like she, I just have a feeling that this woman is just a mistake. I don't know. That's rough. <laughs> I know. So he basically said he wanted to name the baby Sumner and he was like dead serious. Right. So like the thing, so like everybody watches it and everybody's like, oh my God, like, you know, and basically the reason that she told the story, she said she was going to keep it under wraps. But she she shared the screenshots with people she trusted, quote unquote, and they. Yeah, I had an affair with a mega superstar, but I could trust some people to keep it quiet. Like, yeah, let me just send got, the proof and like give people. They won't tell anybody about this world breaking scandal. 
Right. It's like you send them the like, I mean, you could just tell people and like maybe show them when you see them. But like you're handing over. Oh, she sent the screenshots. to. Oh, she sent them. That's a little reckless. And she found out that when she got a call from a a tabloid that was trying to get comment from her because her friend was attempting to sell the story. Oh, my God. Like. So she's like, I have to like beat them it's to the punch. It's just betrayals all the way down. I know, and it's like you know, you can't even be bad at the friend because you know maybe they just wanted her to be exposed. Right. So basically, that happened, and you know, people at first were like, "Oh my god, I feel so bad for her." Name is um, his wife's name. I think it's like Bahati or something. Um, I don't know her last. Um, I do know her last name, but I can't think of it right now. I never even knew who she was up until this point. Right. And, I didn't um, even know he was married. I mean, I guess I should. Neither did I. But I'm also not like a huge Maroon Five or Adam Levine fan. Oh like, I don't yeah, follow either. them. So I know of them, but right. Obviously, I, I, I know who they them. are. Yeah. But I just I listened to them more like when I was younger. I I haven't really listened to anything in recent years. Right. But I obviously I did a lot of research after this happened. And basically, after that happened, at first, everybody's like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for his wife, obviously. And they're like, oh, my God, he's such a scumbag, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I mean, makes sense. And then yeah, I mean, it's not like totally unwarranted. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I think those are typical reactions. I mean, most people like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think anybody's going to be like, oh, cut him some slack. Right. He's only a super rich singer. <laughs> Who's dating or married to a supermodel. <laughs> right. And he, I mean, he deserves it. He deserves the hate he's getting. So you fast forward and basically she showed, and you should watch this video. She showed no remorse. Like she didn't even say like anything negative really about herself. Like she basically, her excuse, one of her excuses was that she was new to LA mm. and she thought maybe <laughs> he wasn't married and it was like an L.A. thing that that wouldn't be public record. Right. Like she thought maybe he was like faking his marriage or they were divorced on the DL oh, and okay. they weren't ever really together. And she's like, I was new to L.A. And she's like, I was I young don't... and naive. And it was a year ago. <laughs> I don't know that I was new to the area is a good excuse. Like I started a new job last year. And if I, I don't think that that excuse would have held up if I like, you know. <laughs> if, I, if I did, oh, I was new to the job, you know, it was, it was a year right, ago. Right, like, you sleep with your I, boss's wife. I was new to the job, like, I didn't know. Yeah. It, so it like just, it go, doesn't add you up. You go to, a, you start in a new school, and you, like, sleep with a teacher or something like that. I was new to the school, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, just thought, I just thought that's what they did here. I was new like, to I don't life. feel like that logic checks out in other life scenarios. <laughs> right, like, she literally was just, like, you know, she was just telling a story. I think she just wanted the attention. She had to mention that she's an Instagram model. Um, you know, and she's posting the screenshots of the notifications. And it would show, like, Adam Levine. And then, like, in parentheses, it would show her Instagram name. Right. So, you know, people were, like, looking up her Instagram. Of course. And then if you looked at her TikTok, and a lot of these videos are gone. But I did see them because I watched it literally two hours after she posted it. You look at her TikTok. She was posting videos. Of herself doing, like, whatever to Maroon 5 songs. And, oh, like, yes. her family was commenting on them and be like, oh, my God, the song choice. Ha, ha, ha. And, like, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God. Like, she didn't feel bad. She knew what she yeah. was doing. So that happened. She came forward. And she ended up doing, like, a part two where she basically was just 
I honestly, I don't even remember what she said in it because none of it seemed relevant. Like, it just sounded like she was maybe trying to salvage her reputation because I don't think she expected everybody to turn on her the way that they did. Like, people are hating on her hardcore, and she deserves it. I wonder why. (laughs) I know. It's like... (laughs) Everybody loves a homewrecker. I don't know why everybody's getting so upset about this one. (laughs) Usually people are so receptive to that. Part of me feels like the reason that she came forward is because, I guess, four days prior to that, um, his wife had posted a picture, like, with um, showing that she was pregnant, which was, like, their first official, like, photo, like, the first official, like, announcement. And I don't know if it bothered her. Like, she knew about it, obviously, because he right. told her. But, um, but yeah, so then a bunch of other models came forward, and they were saying, like, Instagram models, and they were saying, like, yeah, I talked to him, too. But here's what? the trick. I know, I know. She never, and I thought about this after the fact, she never proved that they actually met in person. Or that they oh, hung out okay. in person, or they actually had a physical affair. Wait, that's makes that's worse though. So, on from like from his standpoint, he's never met the girl, and he wants to name his child after her. I don't. Maybe he just likes the name. I don't I mean, know why. I guess. Anyone who likes that name, I don't know. It, it's right. a weird name. It's hard to say. It's like I have to stop and think about it because, like you know, Sumner. Who the hell thought of that name? Right. Well, her. What does parents, it mean? I feel like I need did. to Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Like, what does uh, name Sumner I d- mean? I think it means our, my parents wanted to name me something unique that people were gonna stumble over for the rest of my life. Are her parents. A hundred percent. If I knew someone named named Sumner, I would call them Summer, probably for years bef- of them correcting me before I finally got it right because it's it's just not natural to say. Okay, so <laughs> I looked it up. And it is a British name, and the meaning is one who serves a summons. Sumner is a boy's name of old English origin, and the meaning of Sumner is one who serves a summons. So, uh, I don't know. I don't understand how you... How do you name someone after, like, a fucking subpoena or I, something? I think it's got to be. That can't possibly be why they named that. <laughs> like, you get summoned to court, and you think, oh, my God, what a cute her, baby. Like, her, her, like, one of her parents had a marriage that didn't work out the first time, and they got the 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 summons to go to divorce, divorce court, and the guy was that delivered it, or the girl was just, like, a just a really cool cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, the guy who delivered me my papers that served me, he was really cool. I'm going to name my kid after them. Yeah, right, that's so <laughs> after weird. After his job. Like, even looking it up, I'm more confused. Yeah. It just, I don't know. That's a weird meaning. It's a weird name. I don't know how, like, I know people will base, like, baby names off of, like, their meaning. Right. But who reads one who serves a song? I think most names thinks, at least come from a meaning, like. Yeah. Whether or not that's why the parents pick the name. At least, like, then the origins of the name have, a like, a, a, like a good reason. Um, yeah, that, like that they one, make if, sense. If, if, that can't possibly be where the name comes from because that. That doesn't sound like a name. It sounds like a definition. Yeah. <laughs> like it's defining yeah, like, it's like a, a it's, summoner. It's, exactly. <laughs> it's a noun. It's not. Oh a, my god! It's, not a it's like okay, it's British, right? Yeah. Not summoner, but sumner. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, oh the sumner was a bit of a whiffle, wasn't he? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so basically, Adam Levine made a statement. And he says that he did not have an affair. Yeah, well, what's he, he supposed to be like? Yeah, no, I did it. Well, <laughs> he could have said, like, I'm handling I mean, this matter privately. Yeah. He was only messaging me with these girls. Right. And all of the messages that the other girls posted seemed to fall under the category of talking about, like, tattoos. 
mm-hmm. um, kind of like that kind of uh, nature. And then I remember seeing one, and I know the girl, like, she posted it, and then she deleted it. She said something about um, making out with him, and he's like, I only make out with my wife. Um, so, like, I feel like he, not that it makes it any better, but, like, if he was just, like, flirting with these girls because they're Instagram models and, like, he was bored right. versus, like, did it, was it an affair? Did he meet with them? Did he have any kind of, like, physical contact with them? We don't really know. Right. But she did not show any proof. She didn't have pictures of them together. She didn't show any text messages outside of Instagram. And, I mean, Instagram is social media. It's not like you don't have his phone number. Right, or if right. you do, you didn't prove it. Yeah, and you can slide into anybody's DMs. I could slide into Adam, Adam Levine's DMs right now if I wanted to. I'm not going to because he's not my <laughs> type. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically um, the situation. It's still really unfolding. And yeah. the funniest thing about this whole thing, I think, is, like, the Internet's reactions and how people are kind of – they're translating her statement and, like right. – they're just like, this, I was, you know, young and naive and it happened like 20 minutes ago and they're like just making a complete, it's a whole parody. Like it's a whole right, thing. Right. Oh, the memes have been great. I didn't even yeah. understand the, where they were coming from, but I was like, I guess Adam Levine's just getting it now. I just, I guess that's who the memes are going to be about now. Everyone's I saw hating one, on it him. was like a few years ago. I don't know if you remember when they played Maroon 5 played at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what year that was, but he took his shirt off and he's got all the tattoos and stuff. Oh, the Chipotle uh, bag. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a Chipotle bag. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Imagine you sit down for all of those tattoo sessions. Like, I don't know how long they all took, but he's a lot of them. That's a lot of hours and a lot of money. And now mm-hmm. people are calling you a Chipotle bag on the internet. I know. Could you imagine? That's rough. I mean, again, he's much more successful than I am. So I'm sure he's not too upset about it, but I wouldn't be really <laughs> happy if I, even if I was rich and famous and people started calling me a Chipotle bag. Well, because the problem Especially is, is that it's his it reputation that brought it on. <laughs> Like, 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 the resemblance was uncanny is all I'm saying. I was just about to say that because it really was. It really was uncanny. And like, even was... with how tan he is, he kind of looked like he was like bag tone. Like, when he went he was to, close. Like, if he, I'm assuming that's like, uh, you know, he's, I'm guessing he's from California. So maybe it's a natural yeah. tan. But I'm just picturing Adam Levine walking into like a tanning salon now. And they're like, all right, uh, what kind of tone are you looking for? He's like, you guys got that Chipotle bag? Like, just like he brings in the bag yeah, for reference exactly. he's like yeah, yeah. he's up. like can you guys do this like he's picking out paint <laughs> at a home depot <laughs> like, mm-hmm. can you can you mix this for me and they're like yeah we oh got my you. god we get a lot could you this, imagine actually. that'd be cool if they could do that like you could bring in a swatch i'm sure and they, they could, could like mix up custom colors yeah yeah imagine what that would do for like makeup artists or like um what are those people cosplayers yeah oh if yeah. they wanted if they're gonna go to like a big event and they can go to like a spray tan yeah, and they yeah. could like you know get themselves mix up the, the color. right tone yeah, no, that would be cool. Make themselves, like, pasty white for some anime <laughs> thing or whatever. So they, lo- they look like a walking cartoon. Right. I don't know. Technology is cool, so maybe someday they'll have it at the conventions where they can just, like, step in and, like, you know, match your right. favorite avatar. Get that avatar right. blue color going. I feel like that's going to get people canceled. Changing oh, your, well. Change your skin tone to look like this other character. Yeah, that's where you draw the you line, though. You can't that... that. That is where it just would not be cool. So right. I think that they would have to keep it at like, um, you know, like fictional, like the avatars. They're blue, obviously. Like, yeah. nobody's to, nobody's to like cover blue. yourself in blue paint would take so much time. Right. You're so, not you're not culturally culturally appropriating anybody if you show up looking like you came in from what is right. it, Pandora? Is that the, the the planet they live on? Or it, I've never yeah, seen Avatar. So. 
Yeah, I haven't either. I, I probably and shouldn't admit that on like a podcast that we're gonna talk about movies on and stuff, but I've never seen Avatar. Maybe we'll both out. have to watch it. Yeah, you know, it's actually coming back in theaters. Yeah. Because they made Avatar two, which mm. is supposed to come out soonish, I think, and it's actually this weekend. I think tonight's opening night, like select theaters, and I think IMAX theaters. Avatar's back in theaters. Oh. Um, I was talking about this with a couple of my friends. I feel like I have a very unique opportunity. There's not a lot of people who have gone this long. Like Avatar came out, I think it's 2009, and it was like cutting edge ahead of its time when it came out. And that's why it was so mind-blowing to everybody. And I feel like not many people in 2022 have managed to never see this movie. Uh, even oh, and there's who, two of us right here. Yeah, and well, and there's people who haven't seen it who didn't see it in theaters, but then they saw it on DVD at home or, or, or at a friend's house or something. Somehow they saw this movie uh, in the past 13 years. I feel like most people who were going to see Avatar have seen it by now. But I managed to go 13 years without seeing it, and I still now I have the opportunity. I may be able to get to see it for the first time in theaters because I think we can agree that movies are better in theaters on the big screen, especially with IMAX. So uh, I feel like I'm in a unique situation that most people are probably not in where they'll be able to have missed their chance to see it in theaters, and then 13 years later, still haven't seen it, so I have the chance to see it in theaters again. Yeah. No, I, I kind of want to see it, too, because everybody has nothing but good things to say about yeah. it. Yeah. I've wanted to see it. it when it came out, I had no interest in it because it just didn't seem like it was going to speak to me. Um, I didn't. Re- I mean, I still don't really understand the story because um, I, I haven't seen it. But just from what I've heard about it, I don't really know much about what it is really about. But I know that the CGI was supposed to be like way ahead of its time in 2009, and it was this big fantastical movie. But um, I, uh, I have, like I said, I have no idea really what it's about. But when I went to Disney in 2019, they have the whole like Avatar. Pandora, yeah. yeah, yeah, Pandora. Uh, I went on some rides there and stuff, and it was pretty cool. And uh, what rides did you do? Was I with you? No, this was when I went with um, my ex-fiance oh, in right. uh, 2019. Um, we only went on one ride. It was whatever the slow ride is. The Navi right? River Journey. Yeah, yeah, Navi River Journey. There were, they have, what's the one that uh, that you, the, that's like the 3D virtual reality type one? That one is called Pandora. Yeah. Um, I think it's either called Average. It's called Pandora. I don't know okay. why I'm questioning it. I literally go all the time. Um, um, that one you have to do. Yeah, no, I've heard it's amazing, but my ex had, like, uh, some motion sickness concerns. Yeah. Because, like, she didn't, like, go, well, you know, she didn't like Soren, like, when we went in 2018. Um, because <laughs> it was, uh, it would, like, give her, like, like motion sickness. So mm-hmm. it was a pretty good chance that that ride was going to, you know, trigger that. And I also uh, am kind of a bitch about rides, so I didn't know yeah. what to expect with it. I don't know how, like, what what the ride really is. So I was like, you know what? I'm fine not going on this either because I don't know what the ride's going to entail, and I don't want to have a panic attack either. So let's just go on this slow, dark ride that we stood. Well, honestly, I, I know it's one of the more popular rides, but I think we only stood in line for, like, 45 minutes. And it was a really cool ride, and after that, I was like, I need to see this movie. And that was two yeah. years ago, and I still haven't seen it. So. <laughs> that one's a hit or miss with the wait time, so... Um, obviously, because I'm there all the time, and yeah. I, there have been times that I've seen it like 30 minutes, and then there are times that it's like 120 minutes. Right. It really just depends on the day. Yeah. And some of the the times that I've seen like going down there, like 
um, like on the, you know, I don't know if it still works this way, but they had the Disney app where you could see what the wait times were for all yeah, the they different still rides. And some of them are like three, four hours. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? Like, I'm going to stand in line for four hours. It's like half the time I'm going to be here for the day. And I'm going to go on a 15 minute ride. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure most of them are worth it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Off the record. So this, this part can't be posted because I'm not trying to ruin it for everybody. Um, Everybody meaning myself. Um, there is a way. So, like, uh, if we go, there's a way that um, we can avoid all of that. Oh, yeah. You've told me about that. Yeah. So, so you, don't have to, you don't have to go into it so we don't give away your Florida resident secret, secrets. Yeah. Um, love it. And then that way I don't have to cut anything out. So <laughs> yeah, it makes it easier. Um, but, yeah. So, basically... Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, no. The if you like Soren, you will love. I love Soren. Pandora. I was worried about it too because I just have I have a problem with heights, and even though Soren doesn't really obviously go that high, you are still like kind of like suspended in air. Yeah. And, it, and I was just more worried, more worried about like the sensory overload of it, of it tricking me into thinking I'm high, causing mm-hmm. a problem for me. Um, because for I I think it's different at different parks, but I the one in Florida, you're like going over like. Like the Sahara Desert and like a tundra and stuff like that. Like you're flying over it. So like me having a problem with heights, I don't want to feel like I'm high up, even if I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Um, that one's not that it, bad. It, no, it really wasn't bad. It was. It was like it was a little nerve wracking at first because I'm a bitch, but um, <laughs> but I got over it pretty quickly. I, I think I've been on it twice. Yeah. The trick with Pandora is it's very similar, except you wear glasses for that one because there's right. a 3D effect. Yeah. So yeah. the trick of it is, is if you start to feel you know, like motion sickness or anything, all you have to do is look behind you and right. it really helps or look all the way to your right or your left and you'll see the other people yeah. uh, and it really they, helps. Don't they have a thing on Soren before you go on the ride? They're like, if you start to experience motion sickness, look here and you'll, it'll kind of like. There might be a sign, but it's not in the opening video, like the pre-show. Right. Oh, I thought, I thought there was a thing that showed, that told you like. They say if direction. you have a fear of heights uh, or flying, to not ride. <laughs> right, yeah. Isn't it Rob Riggle? They have Rob Riggle on Whoever the, plays uh... Joe Swanson on Family Guy, that yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah. Um or no. Yeah. Oh, it is, oh, that's right. I don't know why I'm why am I thinking it was Rob Riggle? It is I it is the guy you're thinking of. Um and I can't remember the actor's name. Yeah. But it's I him. just I knew it was somebody I knew from something. I for some reason it was, I was thinking it was Rob Riggle, but it is the it's the guy that does uh Joe Swanson. Dude, even in the last three years, I feel like so much has changed at Disney because I went for the first time last year mm-hmm. in since we went, I think, um, a few years, actually. And it was like it's just like a completely different vibe. Like there's new rides. Things have been like refurbished. There's whole new sections of the park. Star Wars Land wasn't open the last time I was there. They were Dude, constructing it, but it wasn't open yet. I am dying to show you Star Wars Land. Like yeah. you have no idea. Rise yeah, of the Resistance is like incredible. I've heard a lot between you, um, my friend Doug, he's, I th- he's told me about it, right? I think he's, he's been there and he's gone on Rise of the Resistance and, and, uh, or maybe it, at the very least we've had conversations about it, but I've heard it's like mind blowing. To be honest, like you're coming for Thanksgiving. I think you should spring for the ticket because it's worth it just to see it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like, it's such an experience. I'm not even like a huge Star Wars fan. Like I obviously, I know little bits and pieces about it cause you made me watch it when we were younger. But um, I walking into it, walking into the ride, walking into the area, I got goosebumps right. because it just feels so 
real. Yeah. I mean, I've seen videos and stuff like that. I've tried to stay away from watching too much because I don't want to have, like, a bunch of stuff spoiled for me. Yeah. Um, I still want to be, like, generally surprised uh, whenever I do end up going to uh, Star Wars Land. But mm. uh, but I've seen enough to see that, like, the attention to detail is, like, ridiculous. And that's what I've always liked about Disney compared to Universal. Because I went to Universal recently. Um, I don't go there as much because I just – I feel like Disney just puts in, like, this level of effort. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like the rides are just so much like higher quality. Yeah. Like when when Universal don't... came out with like The Simpsons, I thought that was like top notch. Right. But since then, Disney has like surpassed that on so many levels. Um, Quality's just better. I feel Disney has the money to do it too. Disney owns like everything. I know. So they're just, but I feel like Universal's up there too. Right. Are they though? I feel like I I feel like Universal is like. On if you look at Universal on its own, I feel like they're like a huge company. But if you compare them to Disney, it's like, yeah. But they have like their Halloween Horror Nights is like I haven't gone and I'm supposed to go. Is that um, univer- that's Universal? Yeah, is that I've the heard place where they do like the Purge. Yeah, they have like the Purge. Yeah. They have Halloween. Yeah, it's you walk cool. through a bunch of wa- of haunted houses, mm-hmm. and it's like very professional because like you know Universal Studios. Cool. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. Like the the quality's there for that kind of stuff. I just the rides Universal is more if you're into like roller coasters. Right, because... which I am not. So yeah, it's not really the place for me. Although I will say maybe my favorite ride I've ever gone on was at Universal uh Orlando. Um, the uh the the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon ride. Really, that ride is fucking awesome. We went on Dude. it like two or three times. We so when we were there three years ago, we went uh the we were there for two weeks. The first week we did Disney, the second week we did Universal, and Tuesday we went to Universal Studios Orlando, and then the second day on Thursday we were going to go to, what is it, what's the other one, Islands of Adventure? Yeah. Uh, we just straight up didn't go to Islands of Adventure. We went to Universal Studios Orlando to the second day as well, so that we mm-hmm. could go on Jimmy Fallon again and uh, and get butterbeer at the Harry Potter World. Yeah, so Harry Potter World is actually split. There's yeah, a section in, in Islands and, you and can take Universal. The train. Yeah, you yep. can take the train, but you have to have the park hopper pass to do that, and we mm. didn't have that. Oh, okay. Yeah, their their ticket setup is kind of weird, but they're le- they're way less expensive than Disney. Disney's prices yeah. oh, have yeah. skyrocketed. Was... Oh yeah, I bet. Like I was looking at prices like for um my friend Megan who's coming to visit um you know her Whitney yeah. She's coming, and I was looking at prices, and I think for like the two day hopper was like three fifty, but Disney also has four parks. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm trying to. I wish I could remember how much it cost because when I went in 2019, we did a three day hopper so we could go to any parks, you know, any yep. of the days for three days, and I think we really only used the hopper function of it for the first day. Because we went to Epcot in the morning, and then in the evening we went to Hollywood Studios, and that was on the Monday that we were there. And then on Wednesday we did, um, or not, not at Epcot. I think we did Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios in a day. Yeah. We did Epcot was its own day, and then uh, and then Magic Kingdom was its own day. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna do three days, you could you could get away with it. You could save a little bit of money, and you could do right. like a one day hopper, and then like two individual park pass right, days. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you could, if you're into the World Showcase, you could kill a whole day at Epcot, and then Magic Kingdom is just huge, and it takes a whole day to see everything anyway. Right. Um, and then, obviously, Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are smaller parks, so um, it's cool now. So, at um, Epcot, you can actually take a Skyliner 
from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Is that like a like the monorail or? Yeah, but it goes through the sky. Like it's like, like you're that. in a little pod and oh, it just flies you there's over. N- there's a zero percent <laughs> chance of me doing that. I just said I'm afraid of heights. Those things terrify me. I know, but it's 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 pretty smooth. I was afraid to do it the first time I did yeah, it. it everything's pretty, cool. pretty smooth until it's not. I feel you. I get it. I get it. But um, you know, there's always the option of driving. <laughs> yeah, that's the, the option. Parks I are pretty close. <laughs> That's why I'm driving to Florida at Thanksgiving instead of flying down. I could I could fly down Monday night and be there for Monday night and then come home Sunday afternoon. Instead, I'm going to drive down Tuesday early morning and then drive <laughs> back on Saturday. Yeah, but I bet the flight prices are ridiculous that day probably, anyway. Probably. The week of Thanksgiving. I looked. Yeah, I, I didn't even look because it wasn't even an option, but I don't even want to know. I will I'm pretty, say I'm, I'm afraid sure to fly if you too. You want to try to fly across halfway across the country at Thanksgiving? You've got to like offer them your firstborn or something. So, <laughs> and I don't even no. think I'm going to have any of those. So, I get nervous about flying. Um, but I would rather be in a plane for two and a half hours than be in a car for twenty plus hours. Yeah. Like it's nineteen if you don't have any problems. Yeah, there's always problems. That's why I'm leaving. At, I'm going to leave probably at like 11 o'clock at night or something. Like I'm going to come home from work on Monday and I'm going to go right to bed. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to get up at like midnight-ish and leave then so that I can hopefully avoid all of the New York and D.C. traffic. Yeah, I think you will if you leave at that time. That's, that's I'm trying to remember what time we left. We left when it was still daytime out when um we all went. Right. The four of us. And yeah. um, In 2018, we didn't hit the time. traffic, but we ran into a storm. Yeah. <laughs> Which caused traffic because every bridge in Maryland was shut down. Oh, my God. I remember that. And we were in that freaking Walmart parking lot with, like, everybody else that was stuck Trying to go over the Susquehanna River. The what? I didn't even know what it was called. Susquehanna River. Susquehanna. Because of the way it's situated. The way the the I-95 goes over the Susquehanna River on the Tidings Memorial Bridge is just, like, apparently really susceptible to northeasterly winds. When, when we when we get those nor'easter storms and earlier that day like a tractor trailer had like blown over into the other lane like into the other side of the bridge and uh they had it shut down all day and then they were letting we had gotten off the highway uh to go over the uh conowingo dam bridge because apple maps just said this is the fastest route so i took it but then i'm reading on ways while we're stuck in dead stop traffic for a half hour people were saying like Oh, yep. Just sitting on like eight hours of sitting here waiting to go over this bridge. And I was like, right. okay, why are we here? We're going back to the highway. And then I go to get on the highway and it's shut down. And the cop, um, I pulled up and there was like a cop to redirecting people. And so we get up and I roll down the passenger side window. He's like, where are you trying to get? And I go south. And he's like, yeah, but where? <laughs> and I go Florida. And he just goes, oh, I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that's not really what I want to hear when I'm still in Maryland, um, on my way to Florida. I'm like not even a third of the way through this trip yet. And uh, he redirected us. They were letting people over uh, the Hatem Bridge. But even that, there was just there was too much traffic. Uh, yeah. Because everybody's trying to get over this one bridge. And that's why we ended up going waiting in that Walmart parking lot and getting stranded <laughs> in Maryland for five hours. Oh, that shit was stressful. No, that I remember that trip. That was like. That was just something else. Yeah, it was a fun trip, but that ride down was rough. It was, and that, but the ride back was fine. It was just the ride. Yeah, the ride down. back. No, the ride back literally took us the 19 hours it was supposed to take us. The ride to Florida took us 28 hours. We left at <laughs> four in the afternoon on a Friday, and we checked into our resort 
at 8.30 at night uh, on Saturday. Oh, God, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. Great story I, I, out of it, but not, not fun. Not fun at the right. time sitting in the car for 28 hours. I just remember going into the store and getting, um, trying to buy, like, a blanket. Yeah, and pillows. You guys came back with pillows. And yeah. when we did that, I had, like, a whole meltdown in the car. I know. I remember that. I was, <laughs> I was like, like, oh, my God. Hey, we shouldn't have done this. We weren't prepared for this. <laughs> You're like, like, this is a mistake. Like, this was too much. We were too young to be doing this with no adults. <laughs> Even though I like, I was what twenty, I was twenty three at the time, so I'm an adult. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we but were that all was adults, like our first but, trip. But, like, without... I was the oldest. Yeah, that was right. the first time I went on a vacation, vacation without like family, like without like like people older than me. Right. Like, I'm the oldest, so I felt like now I'm in charge. I have to. I'm I'm responsible for getting everybody here safely and and making sure we don't all die. Um. And I was like, nope, we're, we're, you know, four hours into this trip and we're all going to die in Maryland. So I failed. Have you watched um, any, have you seen that Dahmer show on Netflix? No, but I was hearing about it. It's crazy. I've been, I watch, I started watching it. I'm like four episodes in. I What's thought it, it was called? a movie. Is it's it just called, called Dahmer? Da- Dahmer. And it's like, it's got like a tagline. It's like Dahmer and then it's monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story or whatever. I heard it's crazy. It's really good. Um, did you watch American watch Horror Story? Okay, so I saw the first and second season of American Horror Story. Okay. And I remember when the second season came on, I, at that time, I saw it and I was like, I don't like this because it was like the same people and they were like different characters and it yeah, was a completely an different storyline. Yeah. And I didn't know that going into it. So it really upset me at the time. Yeah, I didn't, I, so I haven't seen most of it, but like uh, three years ago, I watched the cult season. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that one's good. It's I liked it a lot. I, I've actually seen it criticized a lot online that people didn't like it as much as the other seasons. Um, hmm. I don't know if that's like the general consensus, but um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And the guy who plays uh, like the main character, uh, Kai Anderson, is played by Evan Peters, who's the mm-hmm. guy who plays Jeffrey Dahmer in this series. And he's ridiculously good. Like if he doesn't win a whole bunch of awards for this for this show i feel like he has the right to go full jeffrey dahmer and start eating people i don't know like he's so good like he's like he just he doesn't sound anything like himself like he has to he has like jeffrey dahmer talked weird and stuff i i assume Mm -hmm. i haven't actually listened to the tapes of him talking maybe i probably should just to know like the i think i know what you're talking about i i remember hearing him talk and i think there is something about the way he talks. I just, just I can't so tell you what awkward it is. Awkward and and but yeah, it's 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 ridiculous what Evan Peters has been able to do in just the four episodes. And it, I haven't even really gotten into like the real like thick of it yet. Like so far, uh, in however many episodes, I guess the spoiler warning for, um, Dahmer, <laughs> but uh, for people who don't know the backstory of the real Jeffrey Dahmer, who doesn't? Can you, can you have a spoiler? Is it a spoiler if it's a true story? Is that possible? Okay, so I think you can't have a spoiler if you're just going to spit, like, facts. So, like, if you're just going to say, like, Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal and, like, he right. said blah, 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 and this ha- this happened, I don't think it's a spoiler right. because this is like, just history. <clears throat> like, just because there's a show about it, like, it's not like it's new If there was, like, a detail in the show that was dramatized. Right. It's like, like a re- it's a reenactment of his life. It's a yeah. It's like Titanic. It's not like you you, you know it, going in to see the movie Titanic. I don't think anybody was like, I really hope that that ship doesn't go down. I think I think uh, I think everything's gonna work out fine for everybody on board. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was going into Titanic and then was shocked at the end when the 
boat hit an iceberg. I know, because like the whole the whole like um acted part of that is their relationship. So, right. so like that, that's a great like, example. If you talked about the Titanic and what went wrong and hit an iceberg and it sank, yeah. that's N- nobody fact. saw the iceberg scene in Titanic. It was like, oh my god. Where right, everyone knew from? it was coming. It was just something you go into it knowing. But if you said like, "Oh, this happened between Jack and Rose," then that's a spoiler. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there's I your. I feel line. like in Dahmer they had to. I mean, it's not like a camera crew followed the real Jeffrey Dahmer around. I would certainly hope because otherwise maybe they should have stopped him. But, Could you uh, imagine? <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's just murdering somebody and then cutting their heart out to eat it, and the camera crew's like, "This is really great. We're getting some really great footage." This right, time. and they just like let it go because they were like, "Oh, this might actually get me an award someday." So we're just—it's already done. Like the guy's I'm just dead. Just gonna let him. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer—he's—he's he's just vibing right now. I'm gonna let him do his thing. To each um, their own. Cannibalism yeah, or not. Yeah. <laughs> who, are, who are we to judge? Um, right. But, not for me, but thanks. Yeah, yeah. I'm not personally <laughs> into that, but, you know, hey, I try to be accepting of all preferences. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the show is, like, it's really good. I, uh, I, I did, I thought it was a movie, so I was really excited uh, the night it came out, which I think was Tuesday night. I was going to sit down and watch the movie and, like, and that was going to be it because I figured it would be like two hours. But And then I pulled it up on Netflix, and it turns out it's a 10-episode series, and all the episodes are like around an hour. So I was like, I mean, this is cool. Like, I'm going to get more content this way. Mm-hmm. But I was really excited to just sit down and watch a movie. But Yeah, there are some things that way. could be a movie mm-hmm. that I think they try to drag it out into a show, which is fine because they're able to really, like, show, like, more detail. But they could also uh, – I don't know. It depends. It depends on yeah. the story. This one definitely, I think it probably works better as a series because there's a lot to it. Um, well, yeah, he was like, I feel like there was so much more to that man than any of us just know. Like, everyone I, knows Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. I'm like, right. I'm assuming that the, uh, like, facts of his life in the show may be a little embe- embellished in certain, like, areas. But I'm assuming mm-hmm. that uh, I'll have to do my own research on the real Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever to find out what in the show is embellished and what is, like... I heard right he on. said in an interview, and I can say all this because I didn't see the show, so I don't, yeah. I know what I. Well, know I already said I spoiler warning too, so we 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 could spoil stuff like spoiler True. warning if you haven't watched Dahmer and you want to, or if you don't know who that is. Li- yeah, if if you're gonna watch Dahmer and you haven't yet, you should probably not listen to us talk about the show because um, True. that's that's gonna ruin it for you. So, so yeah, you can say whatever you want. Okay. Well, if anybody's, if if any of the like three people that are gonna listen to this podcast uh, haven't <laughs> seen Dahmer and uh, want to, and we're actively talking about how we're going to talk about the real Jeffrey Dahmer, and then they get upset that we uh, got some, they got something spoiled for them. I feel like it's a little bit on them. Could so. you imagine? Imagine if like people did like Yelp reviews on like podcasts, and like somebody <laughs> went so far as to be like one star would never recommend yeah spoiled it's... jeffrey dahmer because i've been living under a rock i don't know who that is right weird especially but... like on a podcast where we're like when we start like getting into our like routine we're gonna be talking about movies and stuff like that. <laughs> also not to mention we are by name unqualified yeah yeah no that's so if there's saying. a rule that you're not supposed to do that like we're not qualified to do this anyway so yeah Nobody should really to, expect. We could just plead ignorance. Like, oh, well, we, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> How the hell would I know? <laughs> That's what we should specify for um, 
you know, uh, the listeners, which is going to be basically probably you and me. Um, <laughs> but Jordan will listen. Yeah, we would. There's some people will hear this, but the whole point of this podcast is that we have expertise in nothing that we're going to talk about. We're just regular that. people um, who like things and want to talk about things. You no, know, because listen, sometimes I tell a story, okay, or sometimes I have a conversation, and I think like, I wish other people heard that. You know? Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. That's just something, and that's really what I want, is just have access. Like, what if I tell a story to someone, right? And then, like, they, I tell someone, like, oh, my God, Megan told me this amazing story. And then they're like, oh, my God, I want to hear it. And I'm like, ugh. Mm. Telling sometimes the story just, multiple times is exhausting. Yeah. Just listen sometimes, to my podcast. Um, Sometimes, like, you just don't, like, you tell, do you ever tell, like, a story, like, the first time, and it, like, it's really funny. And then the next time you try can't to tell up. the story to someone, you just can't recreate it. No, you can't. You try, not, and then it makes it worse. Because <laughs> we're not stand-up comedians, and that's not our job. Right. Because like, we're I'm not, not qualified to be telling, right. doing stand-up comedy. So we should, I guess we should do an unqualified stand-up show, too. Yeah. Uh, we could just do, like, a I whole, like, unqualified legi- podcast, stand-up. Uh. <laughs> I have a legitimate list in my phone of stories I would tell if I was a stand-up comedian, and I have, like, beats of the jokes and stuff. Um, I don't know why. I am not a stand-up comedian, and I don't expect to ever be a stand-up comedian but i do have a list of stories i would tell in a stand-up special if i was a stand-up comedian well you have a podcast now so you could tell those stories here too eventually um i get legitimately stressed out about it like i'll be sitting at work and i start stressing out like if i become a stand-up comedian at any (laughs) point in my life what what do i do what if i run out of material and then i actually start to get like anxiety and that's when I'm like, I'm not a stand-up comedian. Why am I worried about coming up with material for stand-up comedy? <laughs> like, I was going to say, gonna I don't know if I've ever heard of somebody, like, stressing out that about much a over a hypothetical... A hypothetical job that they don't have. And probably right, and, like, will. something so specific, like, running out of material on a stand-up show that hasn't even... It's, it's not a thing. You're not a stand-up comedian. You're not trying to be a stand-up comedian. You right. have no material <laughs> written already. Yeah. Well, you have well, no, some. That's the, I do have a lot of material written. <laughs> I'm just not actually ever so going to do it. So you're worried about being on stage. Let me just picture this. You're on stage. It's you're telling so your stories. On, it's, it's mainly my concern is that I would, like, I have all these lists of stories, and I'm like, okay, I've turned a lot of these stories into stand-up comedy-esque bits that mm-hmm. I tell my friends and family. But what my concern is, I'm like, so w- what if I was a stand-up comedian? And I released a special, right? And I used all of those stories. I'm like, how am I going to come up with new stuff to do a new special? Oh, I see. I see. So you think you'd be like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I do one good special, and I'm like, what do I do after that? Right. I, don't I mean, at that point. Because I'm not actually doing that as a job. But I get right. legitimately stressed out about it. Like, I'll be sitting at work. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm gonna, how I'm going to come up with more material. Just do, like, gymnastics. And then I have to remind myself, like, hey, I know how you're going to solve this problem. You don't got to worry about it. That's how. (laughs) (laughs) This is not a real problem that you have. (laughs) I know. You're just, like, keeping yourself up at night, just, like, dreaming about your struggles as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, that's how you know my priorities are fucked, because I'll, like, legitimately have, like, a bodily anxiety-based response to not knowing how I would come up with new material. And then a debt collector will call me because I owe somewhere money. And I'm like, Mm. eh. You guys are just going to have to wait because I don't have it. That's something <laughs> no, I should listen. actually be worried about. Like, oh, my credit score is probably going to take a hit for uh, for this debt that I that I missed my payment on because I forgot. And now I spent the money. Uh, but fuck that. How am I going to come up with stand-up comedy material? That's the real <laughs> problem. <laughs> real priorities. It's one thing to have goals. 
and to, you know, stress about achieving those goals. But it's another thing to have like um, almost premeditated anxiety, which is basically what that is. Like you are, it's almost like you are planning to be stressed out at some point in your life doing a stand-up special that is at this point non-existent. Yeah, exactly. Premeditated anxiety. Interesting. It's kind of like my brain is running out of ways to like fuck with me. And my brain's like, All right, well, you know, like he's kind of like, he's not really getting anxious about the things I'm trying to get him anxious about. So yep. um, we're just going to manufacture some fake shit and upset him. And it no may reason. not make any sense, but that won't yeah. matter. Yeah, the no, it makes no there. sense, but it it's a very real thing that I do. And I, I don't get know it. Why. That's weird, but I get it. <laughs> stress out about a lot of things that I shouldn't because <laughs> because they are either completely not real or uh just like that just me making a much bigger deal out of something yeah that it should be oh my god yeah I um I'm just like I'm stressed all the time anyway I stress about like getting fired from my job <laughs> well that's like, a I real thing up... that's like a real thing to be stressed about like no I know but like I'll do a whole day at work and I'll complete all my work and like I'm good to go and for some reason, like, I'll just sit there and I'm like, I'm going to get fired tomorrow. I did all that work and I'm going to get fired tomorrow. And I'm not doing anything worthy of being fired. <laughs> and yeah. I saw this meme the other day, um, or it was a TikTok that my friend sent me. And it was basically, like, um, talking about how, like, you get off your one-on-one meeting with your boss and you're all refreshed because you found out you were confirmed that they're not mad at you. Um, you cried and freaked out and built up your resume over nothing and <laughs> you can like start over and I felt that so hard because anytime I have a meeting coming up with my boss immediately I think they're mad at me like I am prepared to just get screamed at written up like put on a final like so many things and then um as soon as I have the meeting and they're like yeah you know, you're doing great like you know keep up the good work and I'm like Thank God. <laughs> I'm just like, so then I'm refreshed and then I, the anxiety just builds up all for the next like two weeks right. until I have to have that meeting again. <laughs> you, you, do you have like the, like, um, I feel like this is probably a very common thing where if you get called to like the manager's office or whatever, like you immediately panic. Oh yeah. Even if you oh no yeah. Hey Megan, to. can I talk to you for a second? Yeah. And then you just rethink every decision you've made for the last 10 years. Yeah. Like you're like, what do they want? Yeah. <laughs> It happened to me a couple of months ago. Um, At my, the new job? Yeah, yeah. My supervisor came over. It was like, hey, do you have a minute? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, sure. Let me just finish this up. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, take your time. And I finished what I was – what I, the, like, quick thing I was doing. Um, and, I fo- and then he, I followed him to a different room, like a private area a, away from, like, the main work area. And the whole time I'm like – I, can't, I, I don't do anything I'm not supposed to do. I, there's no, uh, like, what did I do? I'm definitely I'm definitely getting in trouble, but I don't know what for because mm-hmm. I don't do anything I'm not supposed to do, and I, I don't think I've made any big, like, mistakes at work, and I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, boy, this is it. You get, and, like, that, that drop, like, your stomach, like, drops, and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, like, panicking. Like, I'm, like, sweating, <laughs> and, like, I'm starting to feel like my heart's starting to race because I'm, I'm just trying to think every possible thing that I could come up with that I could be getting like in trouble for. And I couldn't come up with anything because I don't do anything I'm not supposed to. And it turned out I was getting a raise. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like it was, uh, they were doing like a, like a cost of living and like inflation, uh, adjustment thing. And, uh, for like a lot of like, uh, for some like people who hadn't been there that long, 
and mm-hmm. like so like the I think it was because of the minimum wage thing going up. So like, um, what is the minimum so that, wage there? I don't. It's like what is it now? Uh, I think it just it just went to fifteen. I think. Um, I might be wrong, but I think it just went to fifteen. Um, but yeah, so I was freaking out the whole time. Um, and then it turned out it was actually like really good news. And again, that was my brain creating things like, well, clearly you've done something wrong. And I'm like, but right. I haven't, I haven't done anything wrong. Your brain's like, well, we're pretty sure you did something wrong and we're just going to worry about that now. Yeah. I feel like it comes from like, it's got to be like embedded in us from like, you know, like, like when you're in school and you get called yeah. to the principal's office, not often does the principal call you to the, like the main office for a good reason. And like when you're a or kid, if like your teacher pulled you aside, it was usually always right. something negative, right. whether you were in trouble or like it was like bad news. Like, yeah, yeah, it was never like, hey, you're doing a good job. <laughs> right. There's got to be some like psychology there. Clearly, I'm not qualified to talk about um, psychology because I don't have a psychology major or degree or whatever. But I'm well, pretty sure that there's got to be some like psychology of like the like reinforcement of like every time you get summoned or like when you're a kid like like your parents call you from like the other room like especially these like your middle name and you know you're you know oh yeah yep i I, feel like i'm the kind of person that like if i got like like pulled aside like i'm like one like one minute of anxiety away from being like called into like a manager's office and they'll be like like oh yeah can you just come in and close the door behind you just take a seat like yeah no i killed those three people what? And, like, what? and I'll be like, uh, nothing. Don't worry about it. And just, what? just out of just out of panic, I'll be like, yeah, no, I've killed four people. Like, <laughs> just, uh, okay. Just start admitting the shit I didn't do because I'm trying to trying to get ahead of it. Oh, like you just you just want to know, like. Yeah. Okay. I'm Interesting. Just gonna start throwing out some random shit. Like, yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, it was me. Okay. Try to That's try weird. to control the story, even if. It's not true, and that's not why I'm there. Even if it's I'm there for something good. But oh, like you, just, or I mean, it could be just trying. You could be trying to like pull the attention off of whatever you did, right? Because nothing can be worse than killing four yeah, people. Exactly. If you if you go into a meeting with a manager, that's the power move. If you go into a meeting with a manager and they ask you to sit down right off the bat, be like, just so you know, I I killed those five people on the news. Yeah, and then the problem with that, <laughs> and the only issue with that is that if you do that, that's how you introduce yourself to the HR manager. That's right how you introduce yourself to a you jail cell, yeah. and you not you're not gonna find out what that initial meeting was about. <laughs> so you're still not only are you gonna be stressed about somehow talking yourself out of the mess you just threw yourself into for <laughs> no reason, you are then never gonna know what your manager needed because you're probably going to be immediately fired. Yeah, and no, then you're you just are, never gonna know. You were walking in there for them to praise you for what a good job you've been doing, and then you, <laughs> and then you you panicked and said you killed some people, and now you don't have a job anymore. Yeah, and then finally, whenever you do get, like, you know, cleared and they realize, like, yeah, this person's just stupid admitting to murders they didn't do, um, you're literally going to – it's, like, 10 years later, and you're still going to have, like, that anxiety. Like, what did they want? <laughs> and you'll have to, like, Facebook stalk them, find them, send them a message and be like, hey, I'm sure you remember me because how does someone forget something like There's that? There's no way you forget about that if you're – Right, like, you, you are going to know me company. for the rest of your life as the person – who would rather go to jail for murder than face a potentially disciplinary conversation at work. Right. What did you want that day? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what was, was the purpose? They probably wouldn't remember that. They'd be like, I honestly, it, what ended up happening in that office that day was so crazy. I don't remember if they even answered. They probably called the police. Imagine like, you know if they were like, 
Imagine they were like, we were actually going to offer you a promotion. And we, uh, we... we kind of screwed that up for us. So thanks. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, no, we decided to rethink it after it turned out you were fucking crazy. Yeah, it turned out we can't um, employ a murderer, we found out. So mm-hmm. even if they were previously employed with us. But um, that's just, that's crazy. I can just, I feel like I can see people doing that. I've seen some, I've like worked with some crazy people. The level of like panicking and anxiety that I get, it, like, I, like, that's why I say, like, I'm like one more minute of anxiety away from, from just having a, a meltdown. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, and making things way worse. Like in that scenario, I would not have killed anybody. I would have just said that <laughs> to try to right. get the to change. I feel the, like it's uh, important that you say that that you can openly say right now you've never killed anyone. Yeah, no, I can. I'm gonna go on the record and I can confirm as of right now, on September 23rd at 8:50 p.m. that I've never killed anybody. It's 8:49. My phone says 850. I don't know what kind of janky <laughs> fucking clocks you've got in Florida. No, it's my computer. My phone says 850. And then my Alexa over there says 850. Um, but my computer. You got really indignant about one minute of difference. I'm like, because you want to know what it was? 849. I needed to know that you were being honest. Because what uh, if you were, like, you giving that statement? Me. You're like, the time is off. And you could be like, I never said that. Like. I didn't say that at 850 and then it's like, wait, and then we like look at 850 and you never said right. that because it was 849. <laughs> like it could matter. If, I, if you can't trust me to be, to be honest about the time, how can you possibly trust me to be honest about how many people I've killed? No, but you know what? It was because zero. you said 850 <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, it's 849. I was like, this and I'm watching. can't stop lying. You completed the entire sentence and I'm like, it's 849. <laughs> like he, he's lying. And I'm like, Why is he lying? <laughs> That is so weird. This fucking guy can't help himself. It's a weird thing to lie about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great. This podcast is going to get pulled for evidence. <laughs> they're going to be like, did she know about it? Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah. On the record, you've never killed anyone, right? As of what I guess is now 851. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 851. Still still haven't killed anybody. Perfect. Okay, I'm great. really doing great. Like, you, you know, um, some people are murderers. Um, it's just that it's not me. I've managed yeah. to go this long without doing it. I it's pretty time... easy too. I've okay. I've said I've talked about that before. <laughs> like, um, like you hear about a lot of like NFL stars that get in trouble because uh, for some reason they decided um, like uh, I'm like to I'm trying to what drawing a blank on the guys. Oh, Ray Rice. I'm sure you may have heard about this. Like years ago, there was an NFL running back who um got in some kind of like altercation with his girlfriend, I think it was, uh, in an elevator at like a hotel and he just punched her in the face and knocked her out. What the it fuck? was this whole scandal. But like you see a lot of like NFL players getting into trouble for like hitting their girlfriends or why Isn't it like always NFL too? Like it's you don't really hear um, about ba- you hear basketball players are like cheaters like Tristan yeah, Thompson. I don't know if I if if I've ever I, I like I haven't heard any of those stories, but I also don't follow basketball, so I don't know if it's just I'm not following the sport, so I'm not hearing yeah. about the scandals because I haven't even heard about any like cheating scandals really. But Tristan Thompson is the only NBA player I really know about, and that is only because of Khloe Kardashian because I love the Kardashians. I think they're yeah. great people. They're so fun to watch. And I used to think it was so stupid. Like, when the show was, like, first going, like, the first version of it, I think Jordan was watching it. And um, I always thought it was so stupid. I was like, who would watch them? Like, it's so dumb. Like, reality TV is so stupid. 
And then I think one day I was like homesick mm-hmm. and I put it on and I'm watching it and I just immediately obsessed. And I haven't even finished that full series yet because my attention span is just awful lately. I'll be watching a show that I want to watch and I pull up my phone and I just start playing games. And then I look yeah. and I'm like, I wasn't watching that at all. So but yeah, that is the only reason why I know. Um, yeah, TikTok. Oh, my God. I opened TikTok while I was driving the other day. That's you. That's a crime. You just. Okay. <laughs> So you're joking about that, right? You would Obviously, it's a joke. I wasn't. I was totally not at a stop a stoplight, and I just didn't think like, you know, I'm gonna check and like, and I opened TikTok. Right. I didn't open TikTok officially, um, and I was just <laughs> hypothetically, um, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm not opening TikTok while driving. Like, what the fuck? I was like, I, there's something wrong with me. I like, I didn't throw my phone in the back seat, so I wouldn't do it again. I was freaked out. Because it's like muscle memory, you know? Yeah. In like these non existent situations. And it's like football season now. And I'll be laying on the couch and I'm invested in the game. And then the next thing I know, I'm like watching TikTok. I'm like, how did this happen? I I was watching the game. (laughs) And then and then I'm like eight TikToks deep and I'm like, what what just happened here? But uh, that's what I was saying. The the NFL players thing. uh, Mm. What I was saying is like um you, I've there's been a lot of different cases of like NFL players putting their hands on women, um, or even not even just not even that, just getting into like fights at like a bar or something like that, and then they get suspended or they get cut from their team or their career. Like in the case of Ray Rice, like his career was over after that. Like, I don't know because I'm not a millionaire, but I feel like if I was making millions of dollars to play a game that I enjoy playing. I could keep my hands off people pretty easily. And I feel like I can back that up by saying uh, I'm 20 – no, I'm 30 now. And um, I don't I don't just hit people. Like, you know how easy it is to not assault somebody? I do it every day. I know. Every day. I've got, like, an undefeated record of not assaulting people. It's amazing. I, I'm being severely underpaid because there are these <laughs> – there's these – you know, multi-million dollar deal, uh, you know, f- football players or, you know, other sports, I'm sure it happens in, who um, are getting paid to uh, play a game and just, you know, like, hey, just like, don't fuck up. Don't fuck up in like a publicly massive way. And they're like, oh, man, I can't do that. I, I have to. They're I like, have I to, have to destroy I my reputation. I have to make a fool of myself and disgrace this entire franchise. Right. Meanwhile, I'm over here making pennies on the dollar and I'm an upstanding <laughs> citizen. So, um... All I'm saying is that I'm ready for NFL action. So if there are teams out there listening to this, you can sign me and rest assured <laughs> that I'm never going to put my hands on somebody else. You'll like just be good just, publicity. It's, I'm really fucking good at it. I'm really fucking good at not committing a, a felony. I thought assault. you were going to say I'm really good at football. And I was like, you're really like selling yourself here for the <laughs> NFL. Like, <laughs> just, I never thought not, you wanted to be in the NFL. Not assaulting somebody. I'm the greatest receiver of all time. So Yeah, I mean, I could definitely just... Catch all the footballs. I can. All never. I'm saying is that I'm better than Randy Moss, and I will never assault somebody. So I'm like, I'm the full package. I don't know why I'm not playing <laughs> NFL team right now. Like, where could you imagine if like? <laughs> I just thought of this. Can you imagine if we were paid to not break the law? Oh, I'd be so. Like, if your local law enforcement or your local government or whatever gave you bonuses for not for breaking not laws. Although, right. you know, I say that, but so I was listening to um, a podcast the other day and one of the guys on there was talking about this book. Um, I 
don't remember the name of the author, but the book is called Three Felonies a Day. <laughs> and basically what it's about is how, like, the average American commits three felonies per day. Because of what? the way... Yeah, it's because of the way laws are written now. Um, I guess, like, it used to be that uh, the laws were very, like, uh, very clear-cut, and it was, like... If there was a crime committed, it would be very easy to determine that a crime had been committed. Um, But now the laws are written intentionally vague and with, like, very uh, nonspecific wording so that if the government wanted to prosecute somebody for something, they could. Um, This uh, person on the podcast, he was an author. His name's uh, Jack Carr. He wrote – I don't know if you've heard of The Terminal List. It's a show on Amazon Prime with Chris Pratt. Um, but Jack Carr is the author of the book, The Terminalist, which is a series. Um, mm-hmm. But he was talking – he was the one who was talking about this Three Felonies a Day book by an author whose name I can't remember. But um, he was saying the author. how, Fair. like, uh, the, Jack Carr had said a quote who – I don't know who the initial quote was from, but Jack Carr um, had quoted this uh, this guy. He said uh, the, the quote is, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. So the whole gist of it is basically that the laws are written so uh, with such a like a like broad wording that they could pretty much pin anybody they wanted to. If they wanted to go after somebody, like if they wanted to go after you, they could find crimes to prosecute you for like major crimes to throw you in jail just because of how nonspecific the the wording of the language of the law is. Which I believe because they were saying like how like even for like like attorneys it takes like a really good attorney to interpret the law you know mm-hmm. to to be able to defend or prosecute um there's so many loopholes i guess yeah, that makes well, that's sense. exactly it is is there's so many different like uh interpretate the laws are open to interpretation so they can they can kind of i don't know if i want to say twist the narrative but <clears throat> they can pretty much stick something on you and be like no by this interpretation of the law you're actually a felon that's terrifying isn't it it's scary as fuck well have you heard about walmart because that reminds me like you saying that kind of reminds me of like what walmart's doing no so basically there's this a bunch of uh stuff going around on like social media they say that no not just walmart but like you should basically never use self-checkout anymore because obviously with self-checkout a lot of theft happens there right so i guess they can like for years just like build up evidence like if they see you buy something at like two o'clock and then they have like money go missing or like product go missing at the same time they can technically pin it on you because they can like put you at self-checkout like checking out at that time and right like they can basically like they can hold on to the footage for years or they can like basically just say like they can add up anything you've stolen if they do have proof of it so basically they're saying like if you use self-checkout frequently and, like, there's ever any kind of, like, significant shrink that it could come back to you. Mm-hmm. And people can get – you can get arrested. Like, they could come to your house in five years. Right. And be like, you stole $20,000 worth of product from Walmart. And if you don't have the receipts and you don't have any proof that you didn't – I see – right. everybody throws receipts away. Right. You have no way to protect yourself. And Walmart could just prosecute you. You're in jail. Done. Are there, are there cases of them doing this or are this people being like they could do this? I have to look into it more because I was reading about it that people were saying that they were getting in trouble or like they knew people who got in trouble. I don't know how true it is, but I was thinking about it as I'm reading right. it and I'm like that makes complete sense because I don't hold on to my receipts. Yeah. And I mean as easy as they can't really prove that I did it, I can't prove that I didn't. Right. 
Like there is, it's supposed to be like innocent till proven guilty, and the burden of proof lies on the 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 accusing party. But I don't feel like that's how it actually works anymore. Especially, I don't think it's ever worked. I mean, like it, like a you know, like you stole this bookshelf from Walmart thing isn't gonna be like national news. But mm-hmm. that's what they talk. You hear like the uh, the phrase the court of public opinion. So like it's yeah, maybe you may be proven innocent, but they if they if somebody was trying to take you down, they could just accuse you of some shit. And even if you get off, if they spin, if they twist the narrative and control the story enough they can change people's opinion of you and it won't matter you know if you get arrested for something or you know charged or whatever if you if you're proven innocent you could still have your life ruined because the you know public eye has shifted on look at casey anthony she's like a prime example of that well she actually did it though didn't she she was found not guilty oh she was found not guilty so everyone like you watch the proof and it's like she did it right so if she didn't do it though then um she's and say, say she's innocent i don't know but say she is innocent everybody thinks she did it so um if she is innocent and you know it was correctly found not guilty her life is still ruined because of public opinion yeah no it's true because everybody like she's like the most hated woman in america to this day yeah. and it's funny that um we talked about this and that came up because i heard that the guy who was friends with her boyfriend like his or her boyfriend's roommate is going to be doing a documentary and he said he has proof that she's innocent so i'm i watched everything and i swore up and down that she did it like i just i can't imagine a scenario where she didn't it took her 30 days just to report her daughter missing yeah if that doesn't scream guilty i don't know what does it's hard to find an explanation for that that doesn't like uh doesn't scream guilty it, it's uh, the it, whole thing is just weird and i'm very curious to see like what that what comes of that right. but i was um it's kind of weird because you know sometimes i feel like jury uh members are like there it's intimidating i feel like it has to be intimidating to have somebody's life in your hands right and somebody make a, a really good point i love tiktok because i just hear all these opinions and it's things i've never really thought of before and i don't remember who said it um but he was talking about it and he said that instead of having like random person random people like you know like he's like some random guy that works at like a fast food restaurant um instead of having him decide someone's fate and if they did something or they deserve punishment legally he's not qualified to make that decision right they should have that should be a profession to be a jury member right it's your job you're able to like you know sign like non-disclosures and like that's your profession yeah, and it's, a, it's complicated though because I feel like if it was say so say there was um like hired jurors, mm-hmm. there'd be a set number of them, right? It'd be a company. Um, yeah, but you'd probably have you, different ones in every like state yeah, or but county. there'd still be only certain. It'd be it'd become an organization, and yeah, uh, like I just don't know who to trust anymore about anything. So like, I know I just assume everything has some level of corruption because I hear so many friggin' cover-up stories, and, uh, like, uh, that's the best way to word this, so, like, there are things that, like, our government has done in history mm-hmm. that, um, I feel like not everybody knows about, even though it's, like, public information now, um, but, like, the government is supposed to be, like, the the very top, like, they should be, in a perfect world, they should be the best of the best, always have our best interests in mind 
and uh, we'll do we'll stop at nothing to always make the right decision for the the people, right? And I feel like if I can't trust that, then I can't trust anybody with less you know, less uh, important things that they're dealing with, you know. Like yeah. the government is in charge of the lives of 350 plus people, and responsible <laughs> for their well-being, and we can't even trust them to to do that and you know for the intended purpose of you know having 350 plus million people's best interests in at heart and we can't trust that so why would i trust some someone that has less responsibility because it's just like skewed my opinion of uh people in general like um <clears throat> and the, the specific thing i'm thinking of with this is uh have you heard of operation northwoods no it was a uh, now I haven't done a ton of the research on my own, so I've I've only heard like um, like really just like surface level stuff about it. But I had like the exact example I heard was it was during like the uh, uh, reign of Fidel Castro in uh, Cuba. Mm -hmm. um, so I think this is around like the Cuban Missile Crisis. But there was a CIA operation called Operation Northwoods, where they were going to commit acts of violent terrorism against Americans, so that we would have a reason to attack. And in or, and go after uh, Cuba. Um, what? One of the specific ones was they were gonna blow up a commercial airliner Jesus and blame Christ. Cuba. But it was gonna be so the CIA was going to blow up an American passenger jet and say it was Cuba, and what this is called a false flag uh, operation. So it's something that would get us to, you know, rally and 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 go after uh, Fidel Castro. But it would have actually been the CIA. And this is like. This is not like I didn't find this out from like some, you know, like conspiracy theorists. This is uh, the Freedom of Information Act. Um, really? This is like this is public record. Like you can like after we're done here, you could Google it and read the documents. That's so creepy. There are so many things that like I don't even want to know because the way that like our system, like all the systems are like they're just right. all so screwed up. Yeah. And I just like have this fear. It's like an irrational fear. But like I've always had this fear of like getting like wrongfully accused of something right oh, and yeah. then like you know how like you know juries like they can't make a decision unless it's unanimous like they right, all have to come to the yeah. same conclusion right <laughs> like i just feel like there has to be situations where the jury's like it's deliberating for like 26 hours right they're tired mm. they want to see their family they mm. want to go home they want to be done with this case they're tired of hearing about it and then they're off by one vote right and like that person get Peer pressure is a thing. You right. can't tell me people haven't been peer pressured into making the wrong decision. I, how many court cases do you think there's been in history? Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. There has to have been at least a handful of, and now I don't have statistics to back this up, but I just, right. based on my belief of people in general and, you know, seeing the way uh, things go down when the stakes are even higher, there has got to have been times throughout history where the lone holdout, you know, who who was like, I really don't think this person did it, or I really think they did, or whatever, you know, just finally gave in and realized they weren't going to win this argument, and nobody was, you know, this case wasn't over until they all agreed, so he's like, fuck it, you know, you guys are probably right, it's, you know, what is it, is it 11 people on a jury or whatever, so it's like, it's 10 to 1, you know, so yeah, I'll, like I'll agree, and, uh, you know, how, how many people do you think have been put to death row? based on that Cause, cause and that's, that's why it's so scary that's happened people have gone on death row like you could like there's countless cases of people on death row and then years later dna evidence became available and it's like oh no this guy wasn't even there not even just We're dna evidence 
I saw a, a thing that was like somewhat recently. Um, he was put on death row when he was like a kid, and they found out way years and years after. Um, he was not like so many years, but you know what I mean. Like a few years after he died, mm-hmm. they were able to like prove that he wasn't there and he didn't right. do it. And it's like that's why like the death penalty is like always something that I don't know how I feel about it because. I would be, like, imagine how terrifying that would be. Like, you get accused of doing this thing. You know you didn't do it. And you're putting all of your trust into, like, a legal team or a public defender if you don't have money. Like, who has money anymore? Like, it's, like, so hard to live as it is. And imagine having to rely on a public defender to basically plead your case for you and prove that you didn't do it when you're the one that knows you didn't do it. Yeah, you know. And then you live in a state. There's some evidence there. You just got unlucky. You happen to be in the area. Or something like that. And right. And be able to ID you and be like, oh, no, he's definitely guilty then. Yeah, and then you literally get put to death because you live in a state that has the death penalty. And you're, right. like, literally sitting there and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die for something that I didn't do. Right. And you don't even know how you got there. That is, like, my biggest fear in life is that I will yeah. somehow end up, like, on death row or I'll end up in jail for right, something right. that I didn't do. Right. And that's why I don't know how I feel about the death penalty because I do think that it happens often enough where people are later proven innocent after they're put to death right. that – it oh, it's definitely happened. Thing. Innocent people have been put to death for sure. So then why do we still have the death penalty like a thing? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's an outdated way of, like, justice. You know I, I really uh, do. I actually had my mind changed about the death penalty. um, Because I, my initial stance, so, like, my belief is, I guess, if you could, if you could trust all parties, and for sure... This person killed, you know, like like Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, like like this. He person was open was about it too. Killer. Yeah, yeah. But if, if you were one hundred percent certain, like this person definitely was this serial killer or committed this, you know, act of terror or whatever, something that would put you on death row. Like if you could be absolutely certain this person committed murder, then yeah, that person should be put to death. I I agree with that. I had my mind changed on whether the death penalty should be a thing, though. Like fundamentally, if it was a perfect system, then I agree with it. Um, right. because if I feel like if you commit a murder, you've lost your right to walk this earth. If you take, you know, this thing called life from somebody else, um, then yeah, it, you know, committing a murder should, uh, you know, give, give you, uh, or, or take away your right to like eye for continue an eye. on living. Yeah. And I agree with that. But my perspective on this was changed by the singer of all that remains, um, Phil, um, Labonte, I think, um, mm-hmm. This was like two years ago. I saw him tweet something about it because somebody was getting into it, uh, getting into it with him on Twitter about uh, the death penalty, and um, he he changed my entire my entire opinion about the death penalty with one tweet. I don't remember exactly what the tweet was word for word, but the basic gist he was saying was that he doesn't trust the government with that decision. He doesn't trust the government to make the right decision or uh, or, or get the fat even just get the facts right. So why with with basic things, he doesn't trust them with the, their integrity or their efficiency or their intelligence to handle basic uh, like responsibilities. So why would he trust them with life and death? And I was like, Shit, yeah, that's a really fucking good point, because I don't trust the government either. No, it so is. Why and would it's I like trust them with the death penalty. You can't trust anybody. And I think special the, circumstances, it should be like a. A case by case like it shouldn't be legal or illegal Mm -hmm. but like if someone's able to like prove that they did it or they admitted that they did it because a lot of people admit to things like that right but then then i think it should be cases of people who are crazy 
people who are are like not mentally like m- m- mentally ill or uh like schizophrenics or something like that. I don't know yeah. how often that happens. I'm not really an expert on schizophrenia. I'm sure it happens all the time. Even but people diagnosed. people people will admit to things that they didn't do for the attention. So now you could be putting the putting somebody to death for saying they committed three murders. You know. Oh, like, like you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody walks into a meeting and has an anxiety attack and accidentally says that they killed people even though they didn't. <laughs> they the attention from themselves by putting more negative attention on themselves. Yeah. Right. Totally makes sense. Um, no, I think, I just, I think, like, the death penalty and so many things, like, so many laws and so many, like, you know, ways of policy and procedures Right. I in America, I think, are so outdated. Like, yeah. I think we live in a different world and, you know, I think that, I think we're one of, um, I've always been one of those to say, like, I think prison should be more of, like, a, a rehab. Like, yeah. I definitely think people still deserve life in prison if they did something like that. Yeah, there are certain things that still should, you know, get you locked up forever. Right, like, you should never come out. But yeah. what what is the point of, like, making people, like, miserable? Like, I, I mean, I get it, like, you need to be punished, but for people that are going to be released, okay, mm-hmm. like um drug crimes or assault or something like that where they're not going to get life in prison i think most drug crimes should not be crimes i agree i mean i think unless you were intentionally lacing things and out to kill people oh yeah no that's bad like people that are lacing like you. you but if someone had possession of marijuana and it was over a certain amount right here in connecticut like like it's like every other day there's a news article about somebody who you know was trying to do cocaine or something like that and got something that was laced with fentanyl and died it's scary and it's like and i think that and i was i was talking um to someone about this so like in florida here it's weed is illegal recreationally Mm -hmm. but there are i kid you not if i leave my house and i drive down the road i will pass five different medical marijuana dispensaries right so why for weed especially why is it that we're trying to like we're opening up for people to buy it on the streets like the only way you can buy it here is if you invest in the med card or get approved for the med card which they're not cheap and but like and then you have to go to the street and like who can you trust right you know what i mean because you You don't don't just have to trust your dealer they have to trust their guy and then their guy and then their guy and if you're getting it from somebody off the street you may trust that guy but you don't know you you can't know how well uh, the person that you're getting it from trusts the person that they're getting it from. Right. Like you have to, you have to put a lot of faith right. in a whole chain of people to be willing to do that. And right. you can get from the same person every time, but you don't know if they switch something up or if the person above them switches something up. Like there's just a lot of, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like for something as simple as weed, so what if somebody wants to like chill out for a while, let them go into a store and buy it where it's regulated let the state get the taxes from it. Like it would yeah, improve that's the, the economy. Is like the the whole like war on drugs thing has got to cost more money than it um than it like it, it the the cost of of you know locking these people up because then you got you got to pay they they have to eat you know right pres- pres- they get like the they do classes right these things cost those cost money or they could just be making money from opening stores and taxing the shit out of it. But right, people, and, hey. and people won't be dying as much from fentanyl because these things would be you know regulated by I assume that would be the F- FDA, right? They they would probably Yeah, or the, I don't know, I don't know if that'd be, be a different organization. They'd have manufacturing or like they'd right. have like um 
what's the word like farms <laughs> like right, yeah. and it would it would create jobs on, on their products yeah it'd create jobs so it help the economy it would help the economy so much if they if they just fully legalized marijuana like across all 50 states you know you wouldn't have people wouldn't want to buy it off the street like if i wanted to like go get high i and i had the option to walk into a store and pay 60 dollars, or i had the option to call up you know my friend theodore and pay <laughs> um you know 30 bucks i'm gonna i'm gonna spend a little bit more because i know that what i'm getting yeah, is not going to result the, in me dying yeah you're paying for the safety and probably quality oh yeah i would imagine those would uh, that would be quality controlled yeah no, probably I, more so than hypothetically i think that i would know that yeah that would definitely hypothetically speaking it's definitely better when it's <laughs> you know <laughs> i wouldn't know obviously who would um but yeah i mean it's i just think it's marijuana is one thing i mean cocaine i don't know i just i don't know anything about that's it that's another one though like so like I'm sure it can't they have more negative lives. effects like on you like but then again alcohol yeah alcohol is one of the most dangerous things that we allow people to uh freely you know take in alcohol is so dangerous that you can get addicted to it and then you can die from quitting because your body will shut down when you go into withdrawals from from alcoholism yeah and I mean but is alcohol is legal cigarettes are legal Cigarettes, oh God, cigarettes, they know that the main thing that cigarettes do for you is give you cancer. And they're like, eh, eh it's your body. Do what you want. I know. I don't get that. So I really I think, will never understand. Like, Everything is all ass backwards here. Yeah. I don't think – I'm not saying that people should be able to just do – well, it's kind of complicated. Like, should people be able to do heroin and fuck their lives up if they want to? It's not it's ideal, weird, but it right? is a free country. So but think about it. So if they want to be able to do that, it should be – I don't know. Isn't the main problem with heroin that people will often like accidentally take too much and overdose? Yeah. Like I think so. it's not I I don't know this, so I could be totally wrong and I'm not qualified again, which is why I'm here. But <laughs> That's why we started this podcast. <laughs> that's that's what this is for, for just like unqualified because and unasked for opinions. Because people need to hear the opinions of two people they don't know who have absolutely no no more expertise than they do. Who has never but, experienced heroin? Who has never done this? It's just nice to know when you're an idiot. It's nice to know there's another another idiot out there like me who thinks the same way you do. Exactly. Or maybe doesn't, and maybe gives you a different perspective of what the other village idiots are thinking. So the thing about like heroin, and I think New York and some other places are doing this, and I'd have to ask my friend because I know she took a particular interest in this. There are places that are doing like um clean like needle exchanges like you gives you a place to go and make sure you're getting clean needles for intravenous drugs and it so i feel like with heroin the biggest issue from what i've heard from what i know and again i am literally not a professional and that is not hypothetical that is facts okay <laughs> i've never experienced anything above the a only thing point. the only thing i'm qualified to say is that i'm not qualified <laughs> exactly that is all i know but from what I've heard about heroin, the biggest killer is that people overdose. Yeah. So imagine, I'm not saying legalize it, but imagine if somebody who got hooked on it on the streets, if we had a way for them to go and safely get one dose, a safe amount, or if we had more programs well, you know designed what? to help people quit that didn't cost thousands of dollars. Right. Like to help people wean off of this stuff. Well, you know what and, one of the, the big problems with heroin is, is is because of how addictive it is. So it's like even one dose is highly addictive. 
um, you know how a lot of people get hooked on on heroin is painkillers because it's an opiate. I didn't they know get that. Pers- they get prescribed an opiate because they had a surgery or they have, you know, some uh, a fucked up back or something or they get hurt, whatever. They get yeah. prescribed an o- opiate. Legally, they get prescribed an opiate and then they get hooked on it and then the injury goes away or they heal up or whatever and then they don't need the opiate anymore so their doctor stops writing them the prescriptions. But their body is now addicted to it and still needs it and that's when they start doing heroin. That's not how everybody gets addicted to it, but that's how a lot of people get addicted to it. It's people that weren't even trying to do drugs. It's they, they, you know, they broke their arm and needed a surgery, and then their, you know, big pharma got got them hooked on a drug and then took it away, and then they still they still needed it. They still needed that that fix, and so they started doing it the illegal way. So drugs are only illegal if drugs are only illegal when your doctor doesn't say it's fine. That's weird. See, that's not fair. I mean, if I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. I have no desire to try heroin. Right. Like, I just, I feel like if they're going to prescribe you that and it leads to an addiction, technically, technically, because you could sue for anything, but technically, couldn't you sue your doctor for, like, putting you in harm's way by creating an addiction? Because you could. No, but I think that they're, they're protected by something because they're just prescribing a medication. And, I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, my dad was just in a car accident, and they, they just they asked him like what his pain level was, and I'm pretty sure he was lying, and he was saying like five, and they prescribed him um, oxycodone. Yeah, exactly. That's how it happens for a lot of people. Like you say, you have a pain scale of level five, and then you're like, here's some hard ass drugs. Like, yeah. Technically speaking, pers- um, if you take four Advil and two Tylenol, that is like the best possible like combination to get like pain like opioid level painkiller without the side effect of like right. you know addiction i'm sure so, that's how a lot of people overdose too is fucking and i know some numbers. people are allergic to tylenol can't, like mix yeah some people are allergic to like certain things so i know like that combination doesn't work for everybody mm-hmm. but like a lot of like pain can be healed like a with natural remedies remedies or like motrin and just like 800 milligram or extra strength. And it's like, why is it that we're getting, I don't know why, like you jump to like these hard ass drugs. I mean, I guess certain situations, yes. But I think if that's the case, I think you should have to like see like, I don't know, a psychologist too covered by insurance to right. ensure that you're not abusing them. Right. You know? And then it's if you need help, we that you have the support. All these drugs are, are illegal. Um, because it's a, it's just a big conspiracy for, like the big like pharmaceutical companies to keep pushing their pills and make money because that's where the that's where the money is to be made yeah They're like, finding um that like uh uh mdma is being used for uh soldiers who have ptsd to cure their ptsd really they're doing like like studies on it and it's like it's very effective apparently what's mdma elite, uh ecstasy oh shit but it, it but it's illegal Right. But they're finding that it's it's like like helping to cure like veterans of Well, how long PTSD. did it take for them to realize that marijuana like helped with anxiety and then they started kind of like Oh yeah. And you know now what I that's, mean? that's becoming the you know it started medically and now in a lot of states it's recreationally legal. Mm-hmm. Um I I'd also like to see like statistics on like um people who died or nearly died from fentanyl that was cut into like marijuana 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, in states that have legalized it, I'd like to see what those numbers are. Like, have those numbers gone down from people who accidentally? Because you don't overdose from marijuana. People. I think we it. should research that because I think yeah. that's a really interesting I'd, topic. Yeah. I'd love to know the numbers on that. I probably will. You know, I'll, that's something I'll probably research, and then like next time we record an episode, I'll talk about it. Yeah, um, because I've always wondered about numbers. that too. Because I like it was. It's a real thing. I remember hearing about it years ago it was years ago i remember hearing about it that people were getting weed that was cut with fentanyl and they were dying or nearly dying and um that was years ago before it was legal in a lot of states and i don't hear about that so much anymore no because everybody's legalizing it or people are getting able to get their medical cards a lot easier but Mm -hmm. i also think that we should um i i think that marijuana if we just if we focus in on that for a second, I think there's no reason why we shouldn't be using marijuana to a benefit the economy, b you know benefit people, and right. c st- stop people from dying. Because right. anyone who dies from marijuana is definitely it's because of like fentanyl. It's not because yeah, they overdosed I, on it. Now, I this would be something else I'd have to look up research on instead of just taking my facts from other podcasts I've heard, but. If the other podcasts I've heard are to be trusted, then um, the number of like marijuana deaths from just just from you know like overdosing on marijuana is zero. Apparently, it's just it's not possible. No, I've heard that you, too. You just can't overdose on on pot. To be um, honest, I feel like you would just eventually get so. I haven't done any research on that. Yeah. No, I I don't know I, what I the, I I... the numbers are for really any drugs, but. Um, I've heard that. So I think I think that it's safe to say that's accurate, but it never hurts to have a source right. to back that up. Um, I think the only time that marijuana can be like damaging, and I saw this on a show, and I'm not going to say what show because I don't want to look like a loser. Um, <laughs> are, you gonna, are you being fake on this podcast? No. So then just All say right, the fine. show. All right, fine. The show is Degrassi. And they Why just recently I mean, added it. I, do, I watched Degrassi when I was in high school. Like, no, listen. I think I'm, Degrassi I'm, is top notch. They use I don't remember real teenage well, actors. Like on it, but no, it's great. I know, all I know is that Drake be in a wheelchair. Yes, for a short time he was, or for a lot of the time. Um, it they use real teenage Didn't actors. They talk about real or issues. something, and that's why he was in a yes. wheelchair. Yeah. Yep. School shooting. They went over school shootings. They've gone over wow. eating disorders. That was They've in like over... 2006. They were ahead of their time. Yeah. No. <laughs> they really they touch on so many like important issues. It's stuff that we see a lot of today, right. and. The thing that I was saying about uh, marijuana and the one bad thing that happened was they were at like their college dorm and they were um, they wanted to smoke. They wanted to have some weed for their college dorm games or whatever. And they were like, we can't smoke in here because, you know, it's school property. We can't have it. It's not allowed. And she was like, oh, let me just bake it into some brownies like, haha, you know, beat the system. And the only problem was one of the girls who was eating the brownies, she ate too much and she was diabetic. Right. So she ended up going to like a diabetic coma because her, think, her insulin levels were off. Right. I think that if you were uh, that you that doing like um, like eating THC is um, it's supposed to be much more like psychoactive than um, than uh, smoking it. So I feel like that uh, that adds a different wrinkle to it, too, where you could um, have some negative side effects. Like if you're already if you were prone to like a like a psychotic experience, like if you if your mental health was really bad or you were just like chemically imbalanced and you were prone to having some kind of form of psychosis psychosis striking you in your life 
mm-hmm. then maybe doing like an edible or like eating a pot brownie um would be um potentially more risky for you because it could it's so it's way more psychoactive it produces i don't remember the name of the chemical but it produces an entirely different chemical in your brain which is yeah so i it's think an it's entirely a different totally experience. different experience yeah. yeah so that could trigger some kind of like psychotic episode so i could see how that could be a negative thing for but yeah but and, th- and that if that's the case i mean it's the same that's something thing with like uh lsd and um and psilocybin which is uh psilocybin is what's the uh in mushrooms i know it takes longer to kick in and it lasts longer so if somebody is prone to like being paranoid it's not the way to go because mm-hmm. you will not shake it for a long time right. so do you know um that there's a this is a little off off track but um there's another there's a i don't think this is like confirmed but there's um some evidence to back it up i think that um you know who charles manson was oh yeah the cult uh yeah the one who he didn't actually kill anyone but he got a bunch of people to do it he convinced a lot of people to do it yeah by getting them fucked up on lsd yeah convincing them to do it but there's apparently some evidence evidence to suggest this and this is another thing i'd have to do research on because my unqualified ass shouldn't be talking about things that i don't know uh that i just heard on other podcasts and Reddit articles and stuff, but that the uh, CIA uh, dosed Charles Manson with LSD and convinced what? him to do this. What? Yeah, it, there's oh it's gosh. like a whole thing. I'd have to look into it more to find out like what the reasonings were and stuff like that. But that the CIA uh, was conducting conducting like the MK Ultra mind control stuff that they were they didn't in, in uh, like I think it was the 60s. Um, mm-hmm. um, and this is true. They did conduct some pretty sketchy experiments on people um in the MK Ultra uh trials uh and i believe those in, involved uh LSD um and so there's uh speculation that um they did these experiments on Charles Manson and convinced him to start this cult um <laughs> and uh it got pretty out of hand uh, uh i would say i'm just yeah. going to i'm just going to throw a hot take out there and say that Charles Manson that whole Charles Manson business was a little out of control it, it went just a little a, bit I guess a, it just went like a step too far just a, just, just a step yeah just over the line but yeah it was just a yeah. little dramatic <laughs> yeah you know it, it's tough you know when you're you're starting a cult following you know it's 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 around the time that you start murdering people that mm-hmm. it, may, it may be time to reevaluate and take stock of yeah of what's maybe really just like on. take a step back like yeah yeah you know turn it down a few notches. yeah <laughs> he took it to 11 and that was just just a few notches too far. Yeah. But yeah, I so agree. that's that's one of the, the the theories. I don't know how much real evidence there is to back that up, but it's n- it's not something that's like totally dismissed. Mhm. Interesting. I've been that's getting weird. really into like conspiracies and and cover-ups and No, I love conspiracy theories. I've been I went down like a big UFO rabbit hole a few weeks ago. Yeah. Also the moon landing never happened. Um, well, I'm not so sure about that one. But. Okay, wait. There's a documentary on Netflix, and I yeah. said that too. I was like, because you remember that episode of Friends where Phoebe Buffay was like, "You can see the strings, people." Right. And I was like, "That's so stupid." And then I saw this documentary. Okay, and I will tell you, there are some very convincing arguments, and that's what I love about conspiracy theories is that they really make you think. Right. Like right. it really like imagine imagine if like all these conspiracy theories that we all think to be like bullshit were completely true and we're living a whole lie like imagine so um there's two perspectives on the moon landing that i have um 
found pretty interesting. One is, you, do you know who Neil deGrasse Tyson is? No. He's a he's a very famous scientist. He's a very brilliant man. Um, you know the song "Exist" by Avenged Sevenfold? Yeah, of course. You know how the ending of that song, when the music starts to pick up after the acoustic part with M Shadows singing, uh, the music picks up into that outro, and then there's a guy talking about like space and the stars and stuff like that. Yes. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh. He came in when they were recording that album, and he they uh, he worked with the guys from Avenged Sevenfold. And they took some pieces from like other essays that he had written that Neil deGrasse Tyson had written, and they you know kind of like re uh, you know came up, he you know worked in some new lines and stuff like that and recorded that in the studio for them. Um, but that's that's who Neil deGrasse Tyson is. He's a very brilliant scientist, and he's he's actually a very funny guy too. He, I've seen a, I've seen him on or well heard him on other podcasts, and I've seen him on a few shows. And uh, I I I like just listening to the guy talk. He actually has a, a podcast called uh, Star Star Talk. Oh. Um, where he does, uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I, I do have it saved on Spotify that I, cause I want to, I want to listen to it, but he does an episode, every episode he has a different comedian on and it's a pretty cool, it sounds like a pretty cool format cause it, it, you know, brings in some humor to it and he's also, he's always teaching people. Um, but he's brilliant. And so what he said, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast and what he said to Joe Rogan about the moon landing is it would have been more difficult to fake going to the moon than to just go to the moon. Really? Yeah. He's uh, now I don't remember everything he said to to you know explain why that's the case, but he's somebody I would I trust pretty implicitly whatever he says because he's brilliant and all he wants is for people to be educated. Um, you can just tell listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk, he gets so excited when he's talking about you know the, the, all this these things that he has a passion for, and you can tell he just likes to teach people. And he yeah. said he said it would be more difficult to fake going to the moon landing than it would have been to just go to the moon because of the amount of detail that they would have had to pay, the amount of people that would have to keep be kept quiet about it, and just the logistical factor of trying to fake going to the moon is that it would be easier to just go to the moon. It and totally then, makes sense. <clears throat> something that Joe Rogan said in a it may have been in that episode. I've heard him say it a few different times. Um, he he made a good point. Um, that. He's not saying he says it's not necessarily that they didn't go to the moon, but that they could have faked some of the footage. Um, so maybe they went to the moon, but that like some of the footage wasn't good because it's not easy to just videotape in space, you know? Right. And um, I was and I thought about that too because like why if that was the case, like why are we not like set up live? You know, like right. why are we not set out set up like live uh, streams out to the moon? Right. Um, and that was one of the arguments in the um, documentary. Mm-hmm. was that while they were basically saying it was in a studio and that the guy was out there or, you know, on the stage or whatever, and basically they had determined what the uh, distance would be. So, like, you know how, like, when you're on a call and you say something and the connection's bad, so there's, like, a, a lag, and then the person hears you, like, five seconds later. Right, right. And then you respond and it's, like, off. Yeah. Um, Basically, they were saying that you could hear them say something and then you could hear them saying like talk and mm. tell them when to reply right to just to simulate the delay mm-hmm. um it was one of the arguments but i guess yeah. if they faked the footage right that would make is sense that, that, i think that's what he he believes is that we went but not all of the footage that they've shown is real and um, they like overhyped which I could it totally and they needed something to like, present and he's not saying it's like some big conspiracy. It could be just a matter of like they tried to get some footage and the footage was shit. So then then they they recreated some stuff 
um, be just be, you know like it could not even necessarily like as a like concerted effort like it could have been just some fucking NASA engineer or you know like a you know like media manager who's like eh this footage is no good like we can't air this so you can't really see what's going on there we're just gonna recreate this. That um, makes sense. That would make sense. But I think we definitely. I'd be up went, for that. We're we're supposed to be going back pretty soon. I think it got delayed, but we're sending people back. Uh, we've sent we're sending an unmanned craft, um, an unmanned ship to uh that was supposed to launch like a couple weeks ago, but I think it got delayed for some reason. I think it was like bad weather. Um, and then I think next year or maybe the year after, we're sending a manned mission, um, hmm. with real astronauts back to space or back to oh, Mars. Oh, cool. I'm so if Mars. and when that happens, we are sending we can people to Mars. It. Elon Musk is trying to send people to Mars. Um, but we are sending people to the moon again. And now it's 2022, so I feel like it'd be a lot easier to know if it's some people have fucking telescopes in their backyard that could watch the ship land on the moon. <laughs> so I know. It's crazy. Oh. I'm very into like space stuff. I don't know. I think it's it very interesting. Science is like for me, but uh, especially the UFO stuff. Like I said, I'm super into UFOs. Yeah, no, I think I think the whole like space thing is just yeah. like there's no way we're the only like there could be like another version of like something similar to like Earth and like another galaxy. Yeah, well, where, just, like um last week, you know, have you heard about that James Webb uh space telescope? Yes. That they they put out they uh they launched and it's finally back in July started sending in its first images. They just I don't know if I'm I might be wrong about uh where how they discovered it, but I think it was the James Webb telescope. Uh, that allow- en- enabled them to find us, but they discovered a planet very, like, very, very far away from us. But they're calling it a super Earth, quote unquote, because it it's uh, potentially habitable. It's bigger. That's crazy. It's it's much bigger than our planet, but it's it's a it's another planet like ours that could potentially sustain life. They're not saying that it's got life on it. They're saying like we could live there. Yeah, well, it not us, because it would take I our lifetime say, to get there. Yeah, I want to say it was like 100 light years away, which means that traveling at the speed of light, which nothing can do, we don't have the ability to travel at the speed of light. But if you did travel at the speed of light, it would take 100 years to get there. Damn, But traveling sucks. at the current <laughs> speeds we can we can, we can can achieve right now, uh, n- just no. <laughs> just yeah. No. <laughs> That's why we I need think... some of those alien spacecraft that they've got at Area 51, because they can clearly do it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They must. I I, I learned a whole bunch about the potential uh, alien craft. I'm going to have to research that because that stuff, it does fascinate me. I just have to, like, research it. But it also freaks me out, so. You know what? I think think it's scarier. So, like, you know, obviously aliens have been, like, a, a horror movie trope for decades. But I think it's scarier if there are no aliens. Like... Yeah, I, 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 I totally get so, what you're saying. Uh, to uh, go back to that song Exist by Avenged Sevenfold, during that uh, spoken word outro with Neil deGrasse Tyson, he talks about the sheer size of the universe. There, So there are more, I know you've heard the song, but I don't know how closely you listen to the words he's saying in that part. Um, but he's saying there are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on all of the world's beaches. How many individual? Think of how big a grain of sand is. It's oh my god, I know. It's like a it like pour some salt in, into your hand. That's that's how much. That's you know roughly the same size as a, is grains of sand. How many grains of sand, individual grains of sand, do you think there are on Musquamacut Beach in Rhode Island? Oh my god. Now think of every beach in the world. There are more stars than there are grain than 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 that many grains of sand. 
He says in the song, uh, he also says, uh, there are more stars in the universe than words and sounds ever uttered by all humans who have ever lived. So I just Googled how many grains of sand are there in the world. Right. Okay. It's... It says 7.5 sextillion sand grains. And it's a scientist estimate that the Earth contains 7.5 sextillion, which I've never heard that number before, right. sand grains. That's 75 followed by 17 zeros. Right. And there are more stars in the universe than that. And then it says, right after it says that, though, it says, that's a lot of sand. <laughs> yeah. If no shit. Up, if you fill up a fucking milk jug with sand, that's a lot of sand. <laughs> yeah. 70 or 6, whatever, yeah. sextillion a lot just doesn't seem like the right word. Yeah, no. It like, feels that's like the way... understatement of the year. Yeah, no. That's that's just way off. That, Whoever like wrote I that sentence, like I was, I... like, totally into that sentence. Like, oh, that's really informative. Until they said, that's a lot of sand. That sounds like something a two-year-old would say. If yeah. I said, there's 25 dogs outside, that's a lot of dogs. I mean, yeah. that is a lot of dogs. That but, like, a, if I said there's 25 lot, of anything, yeah. they that'd would be like, like if I woke up tomorrow morning with, like, 60 million dollars in my bank account and i texted you and i was like i've got a fair amount of money yeah it's, got a it's decent a lot of money, amount of money i guess my, my bank cares? account's looking pretty healthy today but. <laughs> um yeah, but yeah so there the so yeah there that's how many stars there are in the universe there's there's more star, stars in the universe than there are seconds of time that have passed since the earth formed how did the earth, the earth is billions of years old and there are yeah. more stars in the universe than seconds of time in those billions of years, right? That's kind of wild. So think about that. Um, it's my understanding in my unqualified education of the universe that each star you see out there, which we you can't even see all the stars, but every star out there is uh, basically like a, a varying sizes of suns. So all those stars have other planets around them. So mm -hmm. if there's that many stars out there, there's even more other planets. And so if we think if, if that's how many other planets there are and we're the only one that has something on it, that's terrifying to me. If we're really alone, that's scary as fuck. That's true. Because <clears throat> space goes on forever. We can only see with our the technology we have now, I think we can see something like 13 and a half billion uh, years back into the universe. Um, because when we look into the sky, like when you look up into the sky tonight and you see a star, that star might not actually currently be there. Cause you're seeing, if it's a star, that's a hundred thousand light years away. What you're seeing tonight is what that star looked like a hundred thousand years ago. So you're kind of looking into a time machine. That's terrifying. Um, because that's how long it takes the light from that star to reach us. Yeah. So if it's a hundred thousand light years away, it takes the light from that star 100,000 years to reach earth. So tonight when you look at that star, you are seeing that star in a state that no one has ever seen that star before. That's that, crazy. That some of these stars are billions of years old, so uh, or billions of light years away, right? So say you, if you look into the sky, and I, I mean, I could probably find out by googling, like, find a star, like, what's the oldest or the furthest star that you can see. But if you're looking at a star that's like a billion light years away, you're looking at a star. In a that that the light from that star first started approaching Earth before anybody even lived on this planet. That's, like that's creepy. That's how big the universe is, and it's it's infinite. It's 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 going on forever, and we can only see uh, stars that are thirteen and a half billion light years away or something like that. So our estimated uh, 
age of the universe is 13 and a half billion years uh, uh, old. That's how old they think the universe is. But that's only because that's as far back as we can see right mm-hmm. now. It could be older, and we just don't have the technology to process that so uh, as of yet. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, space, infinite, universe, super old. If we're the only thing that's ever existed in this universe or this planet because obviously they were dinosaurs so we weren't the only thing but just to think that we're this planet is the only place where shit has happened terrifying to me i just i I don't even think that's possible it's there's no fucking way i truly believe that people who don't think that there's other life out there or never has been are idiots that's how there are yeah nobody can be that dense like come on nobody can really think that trillions of other planets out there and you think not one of them has ever had whether you're religious or whether you're non-religious like i'm not religious so i look at this in terms of science i just think if if i if my beliefs are right and that all this happened by accident or whatever and uh um it was just all by chance that this all you know we we ended up to a you know with living beings that are sitting here tonight recording a podcast um (laughs) To think that the the statistical odds that it couldn't happen anywhere else on the other trillions and trillions and trillions of planets, it couldn't happen one other time, is crazy to me. No, it's I agree. certainly I statistically just... possible that it never has, but I think that's crazy. And it, if you crazy. are religious, I think of it as like, if there is a god, then he's playing a role pretty similar to you playing a game of Sims. Right? Right. If there is a God, it's not all that different from him creating a game of Sims. He made I know, I have like tw- 20 games that I've it, created. And that's exactly the point I'm about to make, is how many times do you just make a new a new world in Sims? And did so you know that those worlds God, carry on? Right. If, you, if, if there is a God, how do you know? Like, why would he not, why would he make one batch and be like, that's good? That'd be so boring. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, for someone like that, like, I get so bored with my Sims, like, yeah. to the point where I just start, like, I feel like he's getting bored with me because sometimes I feel like everything in my life goes up in flames, so he just has me doing this dumb shit because he's bored. Right. If that's, like, I feel like I'm a Sim, and there's yeah. someone playing my game, and I'm waiting for them to enter that motherload cheat, and I'm waiting for them to friggin', like, you know, give me some cool stuff. Yeah, some if money. we could get some motherload <laughs> cheat in here too, that'd be really great. <laughs> right? Like, I always hook my Sims up. I never let my Sims struggle. Okay, I have I put them in the pool and taken the ladder and watched them swim till they die. Sure. Right. But I've never let them suffer financially. I would never put that on a Sim. <laughs> I'll kill a Sim, but I, I won't will... let them live in poverty. <laughs> you know, I've let them like catch on fire. I've let them die in the pool. I just part of it is because I want the Grim Reaper to come because I really want to be friends with the Grim Reaper because he's kind of a cool dude on the mm-hmm. game. But um, it, I would never I always made sure they were well taken care of. They always had a nice house. They always had a bed to sleep in. They were always like, you know, I always had their needs top, like whatever they needed. They were they were good. Right. And it's like, where is my me? Like, <laughs> hello. Yeah. I'm, who's the, hello? Who's the who's in charge of this? Exactly. Um, who's playing this game? Can I just say? I think it's really impressive and interesting and funny that we went from talking about Adam Levine to... Yeah, this started with Adam Levine, and now we're talking about the universe. <laughs> right, like, we we literally covered so many topics, and, like, we just, you know, I just feel like it was a very smooth transition. So I'm, yeah. I'm 
I'm excited to like hear all this all turns out. But <laughs> yeah, you know that Elon Musk, who I think is a very brilliant man, thinks that it's possible that we are living in a simulation. Yeah, I've heard that. It, and like it, this is backed up. Like there are people researching it. Even uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has said, I think it was him who said, uh, "We can't prove we're not." That's the he's like he's like I'm not saying yeah. we are, but we can't prove we're not. Which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I feel good. If I'll tell you one thing, I've had some shit happen to me. So if if I am a sim, I would like you to turn down the fucking difficulty, uh, or like mm-hmm. take a damn chill pill, because I've got like Sid from Toy Story, like frying ants with a mic, uh, uh, magnifying <laughs> glass, but I'm the ant, and the magnifying glass is the shit that you're dumping on my life. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be pretty cool if you could just calm down for like a little while, buddy. <laughs> It's like when you say something stupid and, like, you know you wouldn't say that. And you're like, why yeah. did I say that? It's because you're being controlled by somebody who clearly right. just well, wants like, you, you ever, to fuck everything you, up. Do you ever, like, walk into a room and then have no recollection of walking in there yep. and have Canceled no idea it. why you're in there? Because uh, they like, right-clicked yeah. that bitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. They started a task and they're like, nah, just to fuck with you. Just to watch yeah. you slowly go crazy. You decide to do something and be productive. I'm going to clean my room. No, I'm not. Why yeah. would I do that? Because... My sim or my creator was too bored to watch me do it. Right. Let fast forward that shit. I don't care. Yeah. Um, there was also a uh, on one of uh, Joe Rogan's podcasts, he had um uh, another comedian, his friend Duncan Trussell on, and he was telling him, um, I don't think it, it wasn't like his idea. I don't think it was something that he saw somewhere else. Um, but it was like if you take Bible verses, he was telling uh, he Duncan was telling Joe. If you take Bible verses and you just replace some of the wording, so you take God out and you replace it with the programmer, and then you change some of the language to be more about, like, you know, computers, mm-hmm. it's kind of freaky. It's kind of freaky. Oh, I bet. It's like, you know, like talking about, like, you know, going into heaven. Instead, you get to become one with the program or whatever. It, it was, uh, you know, it, it didn't change any of my perspective on, like, whether or not I, I believe in, you know, like, a higher power. It was just kind of it was kind of crazy to listen to because I don't think we're in a simulation. But again, mm-hmm. like they said, we can't prove we're not. So I think it's certainly a possibility. Um, but again, I I just don't I don't know. But I I I really enjoy thinking about that stuff and I just hope uh um I I'm just hoping that uh we get some answers. This may, may, mainly on like aliens, but I'm hoping we get some answers pretty soon. Yeah. No, I agree. But, but yeah, we're about to hit the two-hour mark, so maybe this is a good time to wrap up our first podcast. Yay! <laughs> we just cranked out two hours in uh, the first ever session. Honestly, I'm impressed. I think, yeah, we I, think have... we, I think it was pretty good. It, it, like, I'm sure we have some things we can clean up, but uh, for our first podcast, I think this was pretty good. I know, and now we have things to talk about next time, too. Like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, way, try to in the next week watch the movie Barbarian because yeah. I really feel the need to talk about it. Yeah. Another oh. movie, if you wanted to watch something that you don't have to go to the movies to watch, The Immaculate Room. Okay. I'll write that down. Crazy. Um, You know what you should watch? Um, what? I don't know exactly how I feel about it, whether or not it was a good movie or not, Um, but I'd like to talk about it on one of the upcoming um podcast episodes. Uh, Moonfall. I, I know I, I, I texted is you it, about this. Where it's, is it? It's on um, HBO Max. Okay. It's got, uh, it's got Halle Berry uh, in it, who I think is probably the only um, actress or actor that you might know. I do know and who I, that is. Um, but uh, 
I don't know how I feel about it, and uh, I feel like I could round out some of my thoughts on it by talking about it on an episode. Okay, uh, so it's definitely you an pick... entertaining movie. It's an entertaining movie for sure. Whether or not it's a good movie, I I'm not. That's uh, how I feel I about Barbarian, about. and it's kind of how I feel about The Immaculate Room as well. Um, I it, it's it's crazy. They're both like very different and they're very weird. So. I will watch Moonfall. If you go to the movies, watch Barbarian. If you right. don't want to go to the movies, watch The Immaculate yeah. Room. It's on Prime. On Prime? Yeah. All right, I just wrote it down so I remember to, to watch it. Um, yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about it more um, yeah. like off air. But yeah, um, I've been wanting to talk about Moonfall to try to round out my thoughts of whether or not I think it was a good movie. Um, I'll save it all for the whenever we talk about it, but... Yeah. So I think successful first podcast. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks everyone. All probably yeah, just Jordan our, yeah, for tuning to in. Our many <laughs> many listeners. Our first official people like on Facebook saying, is Jordan. That yeah, is not one of us. So people are saying shout out. this is the best podcast they've ever heard. They love the <laughs> Share podcast it with your friends. very much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like one that no one would ever hear anyway even if yeah. like we did manage to like yeah, blow up because we, we, we talked about people like yeah but nobody listens to the first one or people would listen to the first one and be like what the fuck it's like the office it's like you just gotta All right. I don't know how we wrap this thing up other than just say, I guess we're wrapping this thing up. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. Until next time. That, that's it. <laughs> don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> um, yeah. I, we didn't even introduce ourselves. I've been Jesse. Oh, yeah. I, I've been Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's how unqualified we are. We didn't even yeah, say we who we are. Know how to we, just we just literally, literally started a podcast. Being like, All right. So tell me what's up with Adam Levine. After like an hour and a half of technical difficulties and yeah. multiple outlets, almost paying for Microsoft Teams as if we're some corporation. Right. Um, we, we ended up on Skype. Skype is the way to go. So uh, anyone looking to make you realize a podcast? We said the name Sumner many times before we ever even approached saying either of our own names. Isn't that crazy? Yep. We've said so many names. You've said Joe Rogan, um, Duncan Trussell, Jeffrey Dahmer. Neil deGrasse, yeah, Dahmer, Charles Manson. We've talked about a lot of other. We've dropped a lot of other. We are names. the last names to be mentioned on our own podcast. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you how unqualified we are, that's because we stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how so. un, uh, That's how. That's how humble and awesome we are. Yeah. So I mean, All next right. time maybe we'll try to do it the right way. Like we'll just be like to reiterate. Yeah. So, just so you all bad. remember. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm gonna, cool. I'm gonna lock this bitch up now. All right, cool. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Even <laughs> You're though you so disingenuous saying everybody to probably <laughs> to <Jordan>. nobody. <laughs> to Jordan. Jordan yeah. is gonna be the only one to listen to this unless she gets her boyfriend to listen to it. I can maybe yeah, I can try to listen my parents. To it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he probably will. Um, I just added him on Facebook, so we should add him to the um we should send him you should send him an invite for the 
uh, Facebook page. Yeah, I didn't even know he was on Facebook. I'll have to add him too. Oh, he keeps coming up in my suggested. So I got sick of seeing oh, I him. I never look at I've those. never even met the dude in person. I got so sick of seeing him on my suggested and I just wasn't doing anything about it. So I was like, fuck it. I'm adding this guy as a friend. Never met him. I met him like virtually twice. So yeah, now we're Facebook friends. So Jordan, I hope um, you're in it for the long haul because I don't like to add people if, you know, like I added Lacey's boyfriend once and it was really awkward because relationships are temporary. Later. Relationships are temporary, but Facebook friends are forever. It's true. I don't delete <laughs> people. <laughs> I have to make a new account. I frequently look at my Facebook friends and I'm like, I don't even have that many. I've got like 110 and I'm like, I got to trim this down. And I go in, I'm like, but I can't delete any of these people. I I'm don't like, want them to I know. I feel like an asshole. Yeah. I'm like, because have you ever for come no reason someone? unprovoked. Yeah, you ever come across someone? It's like people you may know, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we were Facebook you friends. They deleted me. That I'll yeah. that I'll carry that with me for the rest of the week. I think like, clearly they hate me. I don't know what I did. Why did they have to look at my name and think, "Fuck this bitch"? I don't want to be friends with her. Mm-hmm. It is like the biggest insult because who cares who's on your Facebook? Mm-hmm. It's it is such a slap in the face. So I literally. You know, I I made that decision today to Adam, and I swear to God, <laughs> like, <laughs> if she, you know, I just I can't unfriend people. I can't. So Jordan, you're you're stuck there for at least a while, unless yeah. unless they come out like a new social media and Facebook dies and it won't and we really all, matter. We all we all have to migrate like MySpace. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, cool. So yeah, all right. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, and thank you, Jordan, and our family because that's yeah. all and, we're gonna uh, do. And don't hate us for the generally disorganized manner of, no, uh, of our first podcast i think yeah no I, I think it was good let us know what you like in the comments yeah um, <laughs> or if you want us to talk about something if yeah if, um, if there if, is a listener on the other side of this microphone actually hearing me talk right now if and this something finds you want us to talk about and you want to hear us two morons talk about something they have no idea what they're talking about and have I know, like we don't have any proof or people. facts and we're just talking yeah. about things we're just like, like i heard this I think I read this once. <laughs> yeah. Give us some misinformation to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's cool. off of social media. Uh, all right. Bye. Bye.